0: Welcome! Isai, we gotta get room noise first.
1: <laughs> should I, let's, should we Hello. keep going? <laughs> Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys
0: the podcast where friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Matt. Zach. Isai. And what's up? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. We just <laughs> got back from Las Vegas so we
2: Boy, could... my arms are yeah. fucking tired. <laughs> From what? Cranking it? From fucking. Yeah, man. I didn't even go to Vegas. Sick. You crank it though. Yeah, every day, man. <laughs> nice. Every
3: day, man.
1: Um, I hate Las Vegas. Bro, I can't stop cranking. What? Oh yeah, Vegas. It's a cesspool. It's a lot. It's just a lot. Everything in Vegas is a lot, including bottled water. Yep. Uh, including all food. And it's Marlboro's Five
3: dollars for that yeah. small bottle of Fiji water when we went to Hattie B's. Yeah.
2: Six dollars. Six dollars for Marlboro's man. Mm. Six. I don't know Try 10 Quarters American okay. Spirits were 16 That yeah, sounds about right No yeah. fucking Jesus yeah. Christ dude um,
0: But yeah We went and watched A wrestling show That we'll talk about Later in this show um, And yeah, you don't you guys, get it You, you don't guys get went right and watched now. Another wrestling show too uh, Yeah I can't wait yeah. To talk about that <laughs> We're gonna talk about that It's gonna be dope um, First off Let's get the shit out of this. So there's <laughs> another Wrestling company That was running Other than All Elite Wrestling <laughs> yeah. yeah I turned into an AEW that, Mark this weekend And I'm sorry um, what, Brady? <laughs> I hung out with Brady all weekend. I'm it's sorry. True. Um. All right. Ra. Is. War. Bore. Fuck, man. <laughs> I, I, good joke.
3: I'm not going to lie. I was coming back home, and I did not watch it.
0: I watched two segments. I watched the Firefly Funhouse segment, which was fine. Yeah. That um, was pretty, it was pretty good. I looked up the Sami Zayn segment, which I do want to talk about because he mentioned AEW. Of course. <laughs> um, there were rumors that it was scripted. There are rumors that Vince was mad about it. Did they ever Could settle Could be that?
3: both. No. So uh, this is the latest rumor and innuendo, um, is that it was scripted, it was passed on, but then when it happened, Vince just got pissed at it. <laughs> <laughs> really, he was like, yeah, well, my, go,
0: go for it.
2: My joke about it being both was accurate, apparently.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Sammy said he was a very tender lover, and I love that.
1: Yeah, but you know what? It's the people who say I've they're actually, tender
3: lovers
0: who
1: I
3: will say that there was this one weird Tumblr, like years ago, that about talked Sami Zayn in bed that talked about interactions with wrestlers. Oh yeah, of the sexual nature. Dude, why am and, I curious though? And that—that's why I looked at the whole me? thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: curious. What was um, Sami Zayn on the list? Uh, y- yes, and
3: apparently that rang
2: true. Tender. Uh yeah. huh. It's gonna be gone though. Tumblr got all rid of all its sexual content, Derek. Oh, yeah, it might still be there because it was just like Tumblr got all SF. It was dubs. just,
3: it was just uh, like people asking, and yeah. like that was like the anonymous thing that they'd post anonymously. This is about.
1: Was there anyone who was notably bad? Randy Orton. Go figure. Accurate.
3: Bad at fucking Randy Orton. Like, apparently, he just you're just getting down to business, but like he to was defeat the Huns. He was. Uh, <laughs> Not doing that. <laughs> but apparently he was nice enough though. Like wasn't like a douchebag. But he was just like, get in, get out, let's
2: go our ways. Kinda like he is with his wrestling matches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um adequate and efficient. <laughs> only took two bumps. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bumps were on his genitals. <laughs> Genital
0: bumps. <laughs> um also Brock is a dancer now. So he's having the most fun I've ever seen him
3: and
1: have And I'm ever. having the most fun, which I hate, dude. I hate that I'm having fun watching Brock Lesnar.
0: At least he's showing up, I guess. He's he showing up.
1: He's looking like he's having a good time, and it's compelling.
3: It's different. I like seeing a different side of him because he just looks like such mm. a scumbag. Like, he's having such a blast just it, fucking it, around this, with people. This is
2: the most fun he's been since the Eddie feud where he had like the mariachi oh, band yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like, very reminiscent of
3: that. And he's probably having a great time because every time he shows up, he just—they have a new boat full of money for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the most he's been like talking on the mic. I thought it was—I thought it was really funny when like Paul Heyman was reading down like the stipulations yeah. to the money in the bank, and he was like, basically, he's like, he has one year from the date of winning, and then Brock's like, what? I have a year, I have a year, Paul, and like starts hitting him with the contract, like you didn't tell me that. Hmm. It was just funny. I also think it's hilarious. It's like Brock, you, you. You lost your title. You know, you've been cashed in on, bro? You know uh, it doesn't happen. Have it just—it almost just
3: shows
2: like that he is so like separated from it that he doesn't even watch. He doesn't mm-hmm. care. Yeah, yeah Like I—I I believe that that was like a whole written thing. But you would believe if you heard that was a shoot. <laughs> oh, I—I <laughs> yeah. totally would. Like you would actually believe that. Like if Brock I, was just like, "What?" My interpretation of Brock Lesnar is that he shows up.
1: Does what he's there to do, and then goes home without much of a second thought about it. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't know the stipulations of all of the kind of convoluted shit. Sounds that that like WWE we were does. just talking about Randy Orton in bed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Yeah. Did anything else you want to talk about?
3: Uh, Ricochet and Cesaro put on a clinic. They are both very good professional wrestlers, mm-hmm. Hell yeah. and they're like
2: a perfect match for each other. Great
3: base, and Cesaro can do lucha stuff, and. Ricochet is way stronger than his size will let you off to see, so they can both just go off. Yeah, and Cesaro is fucking strong too. Yeah, he is unbelievably strong. People mm. will say he's pound for pound like the strongest guy there. Yeah,
2: like that one under the giant like battle royally one lifting the big show over the top rope, like and like legit lifting and scoop slamming him over. Yeah, Jesus. and that was before he was fit. Show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh,
3: The 24-7 title changed
2: hands?
1: A couple times.
3: So it changed hands um, on SmackDown Live, which I didn't watch any of.
1: I didn't either. I did watch 205 Live. I did too. Humberto uh, Carrillo and gentleman Jack Gallagher had a, a very good match. Yeah, Jack
2: Gallagher randomly had like multiple really good matches this week.
1: Yeah, it's a good time to be Jack Gallagher. And there was a 24 7 title appearance on 205 Live. Oh, nice. Yeah, which was great. Which I thought, yeah, Drake Maverick was giving a backstage interview and he was like, and he stopped mid sentence and looked over and R Truth was just standing there and they saw each other and he went running after him. Even though I don't know how that worked out because R Truth lost it on. He won it back. Yeah, so back. I can't follow it,
3: but so I love that I can't follow it. That's kind of the
1: gimmick, and I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it,
3: too. This is still nothing
2: compared to the hardcore title. What? So
3: Elias won it on SmackDown. Yeah, that's right. And then they suspended the 24-7 rule before a match.
2: Shane McMahon did.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. like the heel he is. Fucking cheap. And then in that match, um, Roman... After the match was done, Roman beats the shit out of Elias, and then R-Truth wins it again. Yeah, that's I,
2: right. Okay. I would love it if Roman became R-Truth's bodyguard. That'd be really funny. Um, And so this also brings up Elias' first title in the WWE was the old green boy. <laughs>
0: yeah. For how long? Like, uh, a yeah. segment. A few minutes. A, yeah. a match. <laughs> a couple uh, minutes.
2: Fittingly, R-Truth's first title was a hardcore title in 2001. K-Quick. So K-Quick.
4: Wow. wow.
2: But that was... um.
3: That was that, and oh, also, um, Mike Bennett won against Brian Kendrick, and another a good match. Yeah, yeah. Just they're doing some cool stuff on two hundred five live, and like Mike, Mike Kanellis, Mike Bennett, whatever you want to call him, even posted. It's like they let us do whatever we want on two hundred five. They let us wrestle. Yeah. Like, if you like wrestling, that's what you say you like, and you support us. Watch this show
1: because it's what you want. This is like what you're clamoring for. And it is. It's very straightforward. Yeah, Mike canal is posting that as like why I watched this week. I was like, he, he has, he's right. And the same with NXT. It's just because something's under the WWE umbrella doesn't mean there's not good wrestling to be found there. I mean, even on the main roster, there's some good wrestling. But those shows that go under the radar, like 205 Live, specifically, or even like because NXT is the that's the hype brand. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm.
2: then there's NXT UK, UK, like, and you get
3: Cassius <laughs> Ohno versus Jack Gallagher.
2: It's yeah. so good. To, like NXT UK is very good. And Do,
1: so... Check out those, like, check it out. Like, yeah, I mean, we've even been talking about how we're not really, I'm not watching the full five hours of Raw and SmackDown each week. Um, but I can carve out some time for that. Make sure to watch NXT. 205 Live, I'll, you know, I try to keep up on, but like.
3: The main events of that almost weekly always. are the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless uh, you get like a Cole versus uh-huh. Matt Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> on
1: NXT, and then that's just the best thing that you'll see mm. all week. Well, and I'll say this week, too. I, still, I think match of the week uh, for me was Gulak versus Kushida. Oh, yeah. Put on a freaking wrestling mm-hmm. clinic. So let's just go to
3: NXT. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of stuff happened. This was a packed show. Because we have NXT,
1: TakeOver, XX, whatever. V. 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 It v. should uh, be XVX. This Saturday. Just a vegan straight
0: edge yeah, takeover. Vegan straight edge takeover. Um, I thought <laughs>
3: Kashida versus headlining? Fuck, it's true. Um, uh, Kashida versus Drew Allen. Gulak on this week's NXT uh, take uh, NXT episode was great. Yes, um, they are both Matt wrestlers, and then like going toe to toe, hold for hold. The transitions, everything that they were doing,
1: the reversals, getting out of each other's submission moves was like a work of art,
3: and like it showed that like. Um, They had what's uh, Drew Gulak being like, hey, I'm watching you. And like him knowing his moves and knowing what to look for, like keeps that storyline going. Like, oh, he was watching last week, so he knows what to look for. And so when he was like blocking the hoverboard block and stuff like that, it's it's just really cool. It's like just a little bit of storytelling.
1: I love that Drew Gulak is like the gatekeeper for like good technical wrestling. Mm -hmm. Like anyone who shows up in WWE that is a
2: very talented Matt wrestler, they will go up against Drew Gulak to show off what they can do. And in terms of Matt Riddle, it had two meanings. He's a very good Matt wrestler. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's a very good Matt wrestler.
3: And then, like, in terms of storytelling, like, having him do that, it's like, just like, the continuity of it. It's just like, it keeps going. Brings me to Bianca Bianca Belair versus Mia Yim. Yeah. First for Bianca. It's a first television loss for her. It's her
2: first time getting pinned, too.
3: Yeah. And so what was cool about the storytelling on that one is 3 weeks ago when they had their match she used her braid to hold to the ropes and pin her yeah and so this week Mia Yim grabbed the braid to hit the protect your neck and
2: it was it, a scorpion get over here yeah moment. yeah it was awesome. and it's
3: just it's the the storytelling on that like bringing that back that callback of <coughs> it was what what like won her a match and now that's what lost mm. her the match also
2: yeah. Bianca Belair like multiple times have has like taken a finisher from someone and rolled out of the ring and then ended up winning the match. And so she did that in this match and I was like, oh, "Okay, okay, they're doing that again. That's what I thought. Exactly but then thought they, they, they moved the story along. They went and fought out on like the ramp and then brought it back in and like it was a really nice way to like play with your expectations, like set up something that you think is gonna happen because they've shown it mm-hmm. mi- like 10 times probably with Bianca Belair and then yeah. this time it didn't happen. Yeah.
0: You know, I just thought of that would be really sad if she was in a hair versus hair match and lost. Um, I mean, I'm
3: pretty sure that it's a, uh, it's not real hair.
0: Yeah, but she'd still have to lose it. Kayfabe. That's true. Yeah. Sad. They
3: they usually don't do like that, but they did with Molly Holly that one year. That's but true. they have it. When was the last time they did she pitched that. She wanted to get on Mania. She wanted to get uh, on Mania real bad. What a hey. politic. That's so good. <laughs> I know that is. Like, what hey, a, you can shave a, my fucking head. I what don't a care. She looked
2: really cool with the shaved head. Oh, yeah. People could she kind was, of pull that off. She was, of my, oh, she's great. My favorite thing is that the. It's Eddie versus Kurt Angle that was on next. I think it's that Mania. Like, yeah. she's still getting her head shaved on the ramp when they're making their entrances. So it's just this weird thing <laughs> happening in the background of this, um, like, one of the best Mania matches ever. Yeah. And so then. um. They had a Tyler Breeze Velveteen Dream video
3: package, which was great. Built the hype so well, and um, per Triple H today on they had a media call. Um, Tyler Breeze is back on the NXT roster, yeah, which is awesome. And I love
1: it. There was like that. It's like that blurred line of like work for work and shoot with Velveteen's promo in that video where he's like, "You were all the you were hot shit here in NXT, and you move up to the main roster, and you can't cut it. So now look where you're back." And it's like, that's not true, you know? But it's kind of like they didn't have... It's true enough that he's back on NXT. But he came
0: back to um, ravenous applause. Of course. I mean, mean, he was huge in NXT. It's
1: just one of those things of like, I think he just never got the chance to be appreciated the same way on main roster that he did on NXT. Yeah.
3: And the platform then was a lot smaller than it is now. Mm -hmm. So he comes, quote, unquote, back home.
2: Like, imagine if... Velveteen Dream fought Jushin Thunder Liger in NXT. Now, like, like Tyler Breeze fought Jushin Thunder Liger on a takeover. He yeah. was the one that was given
3: that that like responsibility almost because mm. it was a favor that Regal called in, and that like Jushin like kind of always wanted to do something with it.
1: Yeah, and so I, I think that's awesome. And I I, I immediately am super behind uh, Prince Pretty <laughs> Tyler Breeze Same on here. NXT. I think mm. I think he's got a lot of character that is just not even different than what he was doing on the main roster. It's just, there's more of a spotlight on it.
3: Yeah. And I thought that was great. I mean, they're like, they're continuing all these feuds and like the, that one hour television show was just the easiest thing to digest. Mm -hmm. Oh
1: yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll, it goes by in a flash like every week. It's really, really good programming. All right. And so
3: other shit happened on there, but we can get to it as we go through the card. We're going to go through the the takeover card. Okay. Takeover
2: this Saturday. Takeover suburban Connecticut. (laughs) Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah, we just always wanted to do something in Connecticut. It's like our backyard. There, it's our home. So I've always wanted to do something. Also, we needed a, a building last fucking minute.
2: That tiny, tiny building. K favorite brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. This match is gonna steal the fucking show. It's gonna be insane. Mm-hmm. They're gonna beat the fuck out of Dude,
3: each other
1: for real. Every time, every time I watch Roderick Strong wrestle. I forget how good he is. Like, every time I watch him, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's the best. Especially
3: like when he's going 100 miles per hour and does like 40 moves in a row. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And
1: Matt Riddle is the perfect opponent for him. They're
3: going to give him 30 minutes and just let him just go 100 miles per hour the whole time. Perfect opening match. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Velveteen Dream versus Tyler Breeze. This is actually, it would be, if this is the lineup, this is a really good way to do it. Mm -hmm. Because this is a good kind of. uh, it's gonna be a different than a workhorse match, which it's the gonna first be a, one is.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be character work, and it's like it's still gonna be a really good wrestling match. They're and both so, very good wrestlers, but
3: it gives you time, like when they're doing the character stuff early, to kind of get back into it, and then when they start hitting the high spots towards the end, you're you're rested, you're back up, you're ready, you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, really want Tyler Breeze to
2: win. I, that would be incredible for him to just immediately go and like win. Like I, on a takeover like that, and mm. if the
3: frustration like rumors with Triple H are like correct, like almost like this like kind of a little like slight like to Vince being like, you couldn't do shit with this guy. Watch what I do with him. Right. Watch
2: how big of a star. Watch I what I'll do, do with make. him in fucking three weeks. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm very excited to see what Velveteen Dream does with his entrance being against Tyler Breeze. Oh, oh yeah. They're oh, gonna be out of control. It's
3: gonna yeah. I will say that I do enjoy that like when. He came out, uh, Tyler Breeze first came out, uh, back out, like, when he, like, came back, he had his old fucking, like, iPhone 5 with him. Yeah. <laughs> he had to switch back, so he was like, it's the only one we have fucking programmed
1: for this shit, god damn it. Yeah, I know, I, I looked, I'm like, that's kind of an impressive uh, video feed thing they got going on there, <laughs> with his, like, iPhone on him on, and on the big screen.
0: That, that is funny. He, was, he did the
1: first ever live Periscope entrance.
0: Yeah? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> At the first takeover Brooklyn? Like what? Fucking legend. I think so, yeah. What <laughs> happened to Periscope? That was against Liger, the first Brooklyn. I think that's when he did so it. I think, yeah. Hell of a fucking
3: entrance.
0: Yeah. Uh, the latter match for the vacant NXT Tag Team Championship. Oni Lorkin and Danny Burch. The Brit Bur- and Brawlers, as they called them? Versus the Street Profits. Versus the Undisputed Era. Kyle and Bobby, if you were wondering. Versus the Forgotten dragon. Sons. Forgotten Sons? They're taking it. No, they've mm. been pushing them.
1: I would think street profits. If anything, oh okay. I I, I would almost think uh, undisputed.
0: Undisputed. And God, I, know. I
1: fucking hope. Well, I I believe that. But I'll say, man, the last couple of weeks, what we've been seeing from the street profits has been getting them over. This week, they had a there was a chant for them. I would there was not a thank be, you, profits. I would not be
2: surprised at all if the plan wasn't necessarily for them until that match where they almost won it. Just the like the response they got from the crowd was like they're getting over. They are. Yeah,
1: oh, they definitely are. And I, I really enjoy them. I mean, I, I think what, like, carries over to me the most is intensity, and I feel like mm-hmm. they are really bringing that right now. And Undisputed Era would be
2: great, but it it I wouldn't necessarily be, like, fresh, which doesn't – I think it still go that if way. If Undisputed Era wins it, they need to win all the titles. Yeah. 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 Also, poor
0: Oni and Danny for not even being in the conversation. Because <laughs> – Besides Undisputed, they're my favorite in this match Oh, Oh. I love them But they're both also like
3: separate brand homes Yeah Oh, Oh, yeah yeah. Oni on
1: 205 Live It's Oni on 205 Live, right? He's great as a singles competitor Okay, 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 cool And then Mm -hmm. Danny Burch is from the UK That's right Even
3: though he has a US NXT contract Mm. Okay But he does go over there a lot Because he's good as hell
0: Um, Good as hell Good as hell, man Hell yeah, man Yeah, Yeah, man Good as hell Shannon Baszler versus Io Shirai this See, is where she takes it? This is where she takes Ugh, it. I can't. I'm gonna to i I'm gonna freak out.
1: Yeah, dude, Candace in her corner. That cracked me up uh on NXT this week. Uh first off, Candace LeRae's arms are so fucking defined.
3: Like she keeps getting oh, yeah. like she's mm, super strong. I like, oh. fucking like more and more like buff. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, Candace. That's
2: what you do when you Aren't wrestling on TV very often. (laughs) Just just in the gym. Well,
3: even then, it's like what you do, like when you're just in NXT, because you do a taping once a month, if that.
2: Mm, And you live at a gym.
3: And you every day, it's like, got to do this, got to do this. Yeah. She like she looks fucking buff, and like she's getting these shoulders, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah.
1: Character-wise, it's interesting going in this match with Shayna Baszler being like, "You're not gonna have your weapons. You're not gonna have your friends in this match, but I got my friends in this match." It's like. That's not what you normally say, Shayna, that
2: you need your buds. But then, any, regardless of that, she's uh, shaky. She it, needs your it, friends. Maybe it's man. also a good way to keep her, like, keep moving her heel heat in different directions. Being like, forever, it was just like she was just totally self sufficient. And now she doesn't care that she needs help. Yeah. It mm-hmm. might be her downfall. But then Candace comes up, like, in this promo, is just like, EO,
1: I'll be your friend. It's and like, Eo,
3: hey, thanks for having my back. I got your back, too. I'm and Eo's bored.
1: Just, Let yeah. me do <laughs> something. And EO's basically just like,
3: uh, I, I don't need it, but okay. They're doing stuff with Candice because they're making sure she's going to be like in the top feud for the women. She's won a bunch of matches now, and they're they're putting her in this in her own things now. Yeah, which I, wait, I love. I like we've that been they're asking waiting for. until it makes sense yeah. to insert her. Yeah,
2: I, I I like it too. I wish that this had happened a while ago, just because I like seeing her wrestle. Yeah, but it's happening now, so yeah. yeah. I, it's
3: one of those things with NXT. There's so many people there Mm -hmm. it's hard to push everybody
1: yeah part of me wonders and I don't think they will go this way but her being inserted into this match if it's for more than just having her be present uh like it might be kind of fun if EO wins that title and then uh Candice turns on her right then and there they
2: have almost no female heels outside of
1: and I feel like – I mean, I don't know Candice's career well enough to know how she is a heel, but, like – She's baby face. She was a heel yeah. for one
3: yeah. week <laughs> on NXT when she had black hair. When she had black hair. She's a, she's <laughs> the best baby face, because what I would enjoy personally is, like, she wins – like, Io Shirai wins. Candice, they're, they're all hanging out congratulating. Then she's like, hey, I'm going to come for that. They build to, like – on TV, then build Candice as the next challenger. Oh, but like and two then, faces kind and of a thing. And then EO, like, I have a match. EO's the one that, like, does something a little on her she's the one that turns Oh, I mm-hmm. could, I kind like that. Well, and
0: she also she's a little more ruthless. Didn't she attack Shane? She beat with a the stick? shit out of yeah. him with
3: that stick. She sure she, shit did. She was a heel so, like, in Japan a lot.
0: Okay. So it'd be really cool because oh,
1: heel moonsault. Candace is yeah. the best baby face you'll see. Yeah, I mean what I mean that like radiates uh but I, I, I mean I wonder how she'd be as a heel. Probably good.
0: I just assumed it would set up a feud with her and Jessamine. Cause that's kind of what they were building to
2: the horse girls, yeah. They're not good enough to have actual feuds yet. <laughs> like they're, they're getting better, but they're their tag team, they can't have. I, I, I feel if, if
3: this leads to a um Candace EO Shirai like feud where like lasts a couple takeovers, I think that's what it needs to do, or even like a TV main event, then to a takeover match where like you can mm-hmm. kind of flip somebody, I think that'd be really cool because. I would love to see them work together. And, like, Io Shirai, like, kind of her asserting her dominance here against Shayna can really set up a lot of cool things because she's so fucking good.
1: Yeah, I really hope this match is, like, the majority of it's a showcase for Eo just being super badass.
0: Yeah. Uh, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. This is a five and a half star match. <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of, going to be a good time. It's going to
3: be really fucking good. And this is what I was talking with some friends, and, um,. I was just saying, like, if there's going to be a um, something to rival what AEW did this week, it's TakeOver. For sure. Mm. People are like, oh, how's Raw's going to respond? How's SmackDown going to respond? Not. Triple H hasn't killed a dog yet, so. And he even was saying that he's not going to, uh, I don't care about
0: those piss ants.
3: <laughs> well, he said the only reason he said that is because, like, there's an elephant. He actually mentioned this on the call. He's like, there was an elephant in the room and people are gonna get on me if I don't mention him. Yeah. Billy yeah. Gunn's right there. And he's like he's like Aspen. We we didn't Asman, We didn't plan anything. And I just said that because as DX, as those characters, that's what you say. Right. That's what you do. He's like only thing I'm worried about on Saturday is NXT takeover. That's the one thing I'm looking forward to. That's what we're gonna focus on is putting the best product.
0: Yeah. Right. He sounds a, weird now.
1: What a corporate response! Yeah, He's I know. So corporate. He is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. I thought it was interesting. I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit more. But they, uh, you know, Dean Ambrose was on Chris Jericho's podcast. or John Moxley was on uh, Chris Jericho's podcast this week, uh, giving us a little bit of that backstage, fucking behind the the scenes. A bit, whole lot of it. Yeah, which I loved. Uh, but we he can, referred.
0: But we he, he ref- can get into that now.
1: Oh uh, yeah, but I mean he referred to. Uh, triple H and Vince McMahon as cutthroat businessmen. Which, oh yeah, uh, which triple I triple H it, always has been, which though. I know is to be true. But I always think of Vince in that role, and then I, in my head, I think of you know Hunter as you know progressive NXT dad. You know? But it's like no, this guy will fucking
0: turn it on if he has to to yeah.
1: like get I mean, where he needs to go.
0: He is progressive NXT dad. He's it's great. I mean, it's kind of like celebrating Vince for starting WWE, but you also know that he's also a monster. Yeah, yeah. so like. But Triple H, I mean, watching Wrestling with Shadows, like yeah, he was like, oh, you know, but they were he's all a they were
2: all pricks back then. He mm-hmm. married the boss's daughter. He was he was a prick at that level and was sober, unlike all the people around him. That's were pricks That's because probably they were fucked why.
0: Up. That's probably why he did it. He's just like, I'm, oh, I can, well, get, especially I can, so, you, yeah. I can like I <gasps> am taking advantage of so all young idiots. in his
3: career. That's what he showed worked because Shawn Michaels did it. That mm. was like one of his mentors in the business that time because he was super young. Mm. He's like, oh. So if you do this, you get what you want. Also so the reason
2: he can be progressive NXT dad is because he already was the businessman like before that started. Like yeah. because he showed that side and because he plays that role in the corporate WWE structure, that's what gives him the freedom to do NXT. Like if he wasn't like doing the job like Vince wanted on that side of things, he wouldn't give him that kind of freedom to do a- something that different. Fair. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um,
1: I think we should get into fucking the the juice this week. Whovie? juice, juice. Hold, AEW. Hold double on. or nothing. Before we get
3: not into yet. that, there's a really weird. No, I just got like a. There's not weird message, but this random message here from this wrestling group I'm in in like this chat. There's been 49 wrestlers that aren't injured that have
0: haven't been featured in a couple weeks on the main roster. 49, 49. Oh my god! I couldn't name 49 wrestlers. That aren't hurt. In do- I couldn't You know, it's 49 crazy. 49 wrestlers living or dead. <laughs> it's true. Huh? Not
1: not in any sort of timely fashion. Uh, it's crazy because you, like, I know that WWE did this whole sweep of signing up people constantly is how it
2: felt. But I, I feel like there's a handful of wrestlers we see every week. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe oh, 20, 25. It's Vince's Dragon's Horde. It's just a, like, mountain full of gold that he's sitting on. Yeah. So that no one I else can have, have it. of gold hmm um, Vincent Kennedy, gold member.
0: But yeah. I love gold, damn it. <laughs> Back to the John Moxley thing. Um yeah. I would recommend everyone, no matter your thoughts on Jericho, uh your thoughts on Crit, or mm-hmm. your thoughts on Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, I would listen to it because Jonathan Good. Unlike mm-hmm. unlike the Punk Cabana podcast, it was more level headed. It was mm-hmm. more not bitter. He was. He said there was a lot of things. That he st- he, liked. he started
1: out that interview talking about how he like he took so seriously his responsibility. He he said like as part of like the Make a Wish Foundation. Mm-hmm. Like he hit he, he, being a, a part of that company meant a lot to him. I'll say the thing that I loved most about that interview was one hearing about how much Dean. John Moxley cares about wrestling mm-hmm. and his wife because we've talked about yeah, it. He fucking and his loves wife. his wife. I know I was so fucking sweet. Damn, it was he so just told her pack up in an RV. We'll yeah.
3: just pack up in an RV, babe, it's just me and you. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, dude, you're cool." Me <laughs> in an RV full of Marlboro.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: pulling a trailer, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me and a little red wagon full of Marlboro's
0: And he also said like his creative direction was like making him feel depressed. He, you know what else? You know what makes me feel depressed? Hmm. Not getting the right steak from my <laughs> local market.
2: <laughs> it's Omaha steaks. Omaha, uh, uh,
1: Derek.
0: Blue Chew. You know what makes me depressed? <laughs> my dick not working. <laughs> well, my dick don't work. Blue Chew. Chris Jericho <laughs> promoting kitty litter might be my favorite thing.
3: There was this one week, and I don't. I have to, I'm trying to get Brady to remember the episode. He said that his, like, all his reads. He sounded drunk.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh I yeah, oh, that one.
3: Dude,
1: there's sometimes where like, oh, he forgot to do his ad, so he's like drunk on a bus somewhere. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's like it's,
3: DDP yoga. I'm fucking doing it right now, yeah. DDP. More DDP. DDP yogurt. It's <laughs> like yeah, let's get back yogurt. to talking about ghost
1: stories with this random guy. After I tell you about uh <laughs> eat fresh. Blah, blah.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Blue listen- I would listen to it. There's a lot of good insight. Yeah, on I, a lot of Jonathan how, good insight.
1: Kind
3: of
0: <laughs> how bad it is right now. It's
1: it confirmed a lot of stuff that you know. It's we not even necessarily on. right now,
3: though. Yeah, Cause two, six, six
1: years, six years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, even the stuff that he was talking about was actually really relatable in the sense of like uh, like work burnout when you work for a company that fucking doesn't respect you. Yep. Mm. Um, there's like it was really a really really good interview. The two things I took away from it was one that it confirmed. A lot of the things that we hear about as far as Vince McMahon, you know, like the writers are writing for an audience of one. Mm-hmm. And that audience of one is insanely stubborn. Yep. Uh the other and, scooper.
2: And just insane. And like. just
1: crazy. And what he thinks is funny is not funny. Because like to say he's out of touch would be a really,
3: I think, odd statement because it's not like he's out of touch and he was once in touch. He's just in this bubble and he hasn't he, left. He's it in, in his own 40 world forty years. Like
1: yeah. uh, uh Moxley was talking about how uh that promo he had to cut that was very distasteful towards roman reigns right after roman left for leukemia and like we we talked about on this show if you go back to whatever episode that was like we're like
0: there's no way he liked saying that and yeah. there he is confirming it like yeah. i hated well that. and then there was one that was even worse that, that he's like, like i'm not yeah, saying he basically
2: this. said like because he was so busy that entire day trying to get the terrible promos rewritten and other parts of these promos that he it didn't set in how bad that Piece of that one was because he like didn't look at it until well, like and right then like Vince convinced him that yeah. he's
0: like no it's fine and it's something that every wrestler
3: says Vince has these Jedi mind tricks where he just like he's probably really good at explaining things and he's probably a hell of a salesman mm-hmm. where he's just like. This is why we're doing this. This is what it's gonna do. This is our plan. This is the vision. Tries to give like a high level level yeah. overview, and you're
1: like, okay, I guess you're right. But you're when right. you kind of pull back from that, it's like, oh, that's gaslighting. When you no. take someone when you take someone, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. take someone else's uh, frame of mind and be like, no, 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 you're thinking of it wrong. This is
0: how it is. But no one ever pegged Vince as a good person. So. No,
1: it's true. It's true. But like that, uh, Dean or Moxley used the term Jedi mind tricks. But I mean, that's yeah. what it is. Um, A lot of people have used that term because it's, uh-huh. it's a thing. Because mm-hmm. and and like, even as he was describing it, it's like you could see where he's like, no, no, you, you got to bring Roman into it because he's a whole part of the story. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, all and right. When, when, he when he said that like,
2: and then Jericho was immediately like, oh, yeah, like Jericho, the most like experienced dude in the business, like the most savvy dude imaginable. In, in the pro wrestling business. That's worked
0: by Vince. Yeah. All the well, time. And Jericho made it seem, even when he was there, he didn't have the control that I thought he had.
2: He, The thing is, like, guys like Jericho
0: have a lot more control than a guy like
2: Dean. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Jericho has the power to just not do anything if mm-hmm. he doesn't like what they're telling him to do versus other people, like... He could go out there and change it and he wouldn't get as much heat as Dean would. What, they would, what, what would happen, like... I think Jericho has a level of power where if he just did not want to do something, they would just cut the segment. Yeah. Versus yeah, anyone yeah. else, they would say, "Nope, you're going to go do it." Yeah. Like, like no, like doesn't matter. Like, I think they might just cut a Jericho segment if he just refused, and he would have that power. But like, same like with Cena, mm.
3: Orton had it, like yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I think Punk even to a point had it. Like
2: I think they have a veto, but they can't like necessarily change mm-hmm. like change it to what they want. Because
3: even like because he said like he had that promo with Triple H. He's like, oh, we're there with Hunter, so you have a bit more freedom. Mm. So if it's somebody that they're like, okay, you can go do th- you can do go do what you want. There's yeah. there's a certain point because I think like even Kevin Owens has like he can change his stuff because they trust him. Like, mm. There's certain people that like you can do your own thing. Certain yeah. people they can't. And Vince's idea for the Dean Ambrose character was way different way than different. what. What he wanted to do, but then you think
1: about some wrestlers that are there too. Like if every wrestler had creative freedom over their promos, one, I think things would be better. But then I do wonder things of like, would they? I'm like, what would Elias fucking say if he didn't have somebody telling him exactly what to say? So
3: like Jimmy Jacobs, I heard him on a, a podcast, um, and he was a former writer, now wrestler.
1: Yeah, yeah. List of Jericho was a wrestler before.
3: Mm. Um, he was saying he's like the writers actually are all pretty good. Yeah, yeah. There's just too
2: many of them. Like there's the, a lot of hands, but that... it all goes through a Vince filter. Mm-hmm. There's way too many of them, and then it just, like, going into one spot. Like, I I am, you know, I am a professional writer, and yeah. I've even experienced this with, like, clients I've, like, done, like, online writing for, where it's just, like, it gets to this one spot where it has to go through one person, and it gets fucked up every single time. Imagine that with Vince being that filter, and then having that many voices throwing things into that filter to distract him from something that might actually be good. Yeah, because,
3: yeah. like, one thing, like, with Jimmy Jacobs says, like, there's certain guys, there's a reason they don't get a live mic. That They recite lines. He's like, who you think wouldn't be good at promos and wouldn't be good at, like, having a live mic? They're not. Yeah. There's a reason why. Because, like, the guys who get a little bit more freedom, there's a reason mm-hmm. why. And, like, him having that knowledge of everything kind of put some other things, but I'm like, okay, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And then, like, with what Both Punk and uh, Moxley both said was like it's a very creatively stifling place Mm -hmm. because you have these ideas and like Vince sometimes will go with them like the Straight Edge Society thing that especially initially with with CM Punk he went with that yeah Mm -hmm. and it was Punk's vision at first and it was really good and they're getting so much heat but then then Adam
0: Cole's pouring drinks in a bar (laughs) God damn
3: you're right and then as Moxley said. They have to get their hands on it once it hits. Mm-hmm. And once it hits, that's when you
0: think, like, and they get their hands on it, that's when it turns they into a bastardized
2: they, version. They have to make a t-shirt out of it. Yes. Yeah.
0: Is that why, like, so the list of Jericho, it didn't last super long, right? <laughs> it did. Oh, okay. okay. I was, mean, okay, like more like eight, the Festival of Friendship. That How long did that segment well, last? That was once. Well, that, that Kevin and Jericho being friends. Eight months. Oh, least. okay, that's no, a long it, time.
2: It, they... There were so many times when I was like, "They're breaking up right now," and they swerved, and they went like
0: Roman Reigns. Mm. But that was like gold the whole time, right?
2: Yeah, but they had a fight mm. for a
0: lot of it. Yeah, but that's, that was that's kind of crazy to think about because I stumbled I into it, that. I thought it was more short. It was shorter no, than that.
2: Look, but think about who was making that happen. It was true. Jericho Jer- and Kevin Owens. Like, well, nobody and, else could have like kept that going. Kept it. It's true. Like a pure piece of creativity besides them and the whole company, probably. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the the biggest and during exception. the Festival
3: of Friendship, like, Vince wasn't there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: Well, and you, Jimmy Jacobs was writing
3: for it, right? Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. That's another wrestling mind in there. Mm-hmm. Kevin's very comfortable with Jimmy Jacobs. They're our friends. They went with they were in Ring of Honor together. Um, and so, Hunter was one that kind of made a certain call, and he, he always errs on the side of, the wrestling, the reality part of it, and that's what he wanted to actually do. with the festival of friendships, kind of going back to that. Jericho's the one that was pushing for that. They couldn't get a hold of Vince, like, but he wasn't there. Yeah, like, man, wasn't there.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the Jericho or Moxley on Jericho's podcast. The other thing that I took from that that I loved was like hearing how, just like, ex- like exhilarated john moxley sounded like how mm-hmm. refreshed he sounded being out of like i think he referred to it as a prison a couple of times yeah uh well he did he literally made a movie the, about, video, about the video about it while about he was he still made, under contract he made That which in is great. February. yeah mm-hmm. uh but like just hearing him his love for professional wrestling just feels renewed like his ideas are finally going to get to come to life like mm. it for me, it was a, it was a really really good interview. Yeah, mm-hmm. even like, if you don't listen to talk is Jericho, like Derek was saying, also really one great. of the
0: best episodes of that show I've heard because uh, Jericho did a lot the less best talking. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I listened to the Owen
3: Hart one on the way back from Vegas. and oh, that one was really good. I, mm. I've I've been meaning to. Owen Hart yeah. and, uh, was uh, Jericho and Melter. Melter's an encyclopedia of wrestling. You know, yeah,
1: I've seen his fucking office. It looks disgusting. <laughs> <It's a mumble. laughs> Uh yeah, I was on one of those uh dark side of the ring things that like showed a, a just a, a picture of uh of Meltzer in his office, and I was like, that looks like a cartoon like office of a madman.
0: Mm-hmm. Weird question, does he have a family? Meltzer, an yes. old
1: single boy. Okay,
3: this is just this wife, just... kids. Okay, his cool. kids aren't super into wrestling. They actually.
2: I mean, would you be? <laughs> yeah. If your dad was really? that dad, you fucking, <laughs> fucking nerd.
3: Dad? Yeah. Um. <laughs> They like I hate that shit. The, the, his son likes uh, PWG, oh. Lucha, and then th- they went to All In or Double or Nothing. Cool.
2: That's why he, I, I don't hates Japanese Joshi wrestling. Like <gasps> just ha- like they hate actually Japanese had. Um,
3: wrestling. This is just <sighs> another aside kind of going off of that. Um, if you guys have time, um, everybody listening as well, if you're a subscriber to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, um, they had a really cool roundtable where Brian Dave Brian Alvarez Dave Meltzer. Garrett Gonzalez, who sometimes hosts as well, had three re- uh, female wrestling fans to help get a different perspective. Oh, good. And they were – it was just really cool to hear. One of – like two of them that have been pretty big fans for a while, and the other one was uh, Dave, Dave's son's girlfriend who's been at two events. Okay. okay to kind of get that other thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And it was just really cool. And then people were posting saying how, hey, you guys should do this more often. Dave was liking retweeting it, so – Probably something that they're going to be wanting to do a lot more. Good. Well,
0: Dave's getting more progressive and Cornette's getting less progressive. That was fucking disappointing. <laughs> what did Cornette do? Apparently, he's super homophobic. That's also not surprising. Yeah, yeah. it does.
3: It, it's, it's disappointing because he has some very liberal political views.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, but a it, lot of liberals are homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> but
3: no, it's one of those things that's like, you're just like, well, maybe he's just
2: kind of an asshole, mm. but like, well, you see, like if, if your only political impression of him is him, like his hate tweets about Donald Trump, you'd be like, oh, okay. Like this guy would seem on the level. And then there's a lot of shitty people who still hate Donald oh, Trump. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, no, so. he, he talks about being like
3: a lot more of a liberal person. I'm like, cool. Like maybe he is yeah. like, he's just like a shithead with wrestling. He loves just old school wrestling. Fine, and you're an asshole about it. Yeah, yeah. But then it just says shit, like very mm-hmm. homophobic towards like Sunday kiss and stuff. So it's like, oh,
2: okay. fuck you. Yeah, fucking yeah. forever.
0: Um. All right. Let's. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Let's go to Las Vegas. Let's go. Let's set a stage. You... The, the time is midnight. Matt and I have already. Watched a wrestling show. Yeah, so this is what we, this happened after
1: Double or Nothing.
0: We've already eaten shitty pizza. I had the shits. We've already <laughs> talked Which to Matt's mom. Uh, we went to
1: this place in that New York, New York. Uh, yeah. It was, I can't remember what the it was. Called. New York pizza, New York pizza.
3: I had a slice of that too that night as well.
1: <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. I don't know if that, that's what it is. Something hit my stomach, but that doesn't matter. That's not the crux of the story. We
0: already talked to Matt's mom about wrestling. Yeah. Um... Matt and I walk into a bar. <laughs> well, so we no. Say, okay. First, we say what up to Matt Sankum. Shout yes, out. Shout out, hard times. So first. He just let us in. <laughs> I know, which was. That <laughs> was really, really nice. We ticket. still bought the
1: tickets, but it was still really nice. Uh, uh, first, what happened was Derek and I get in a lift. And so we're going. We, we're we getting closer to where we're supposed to go, but we're just feeding off the map because the guy. He, it was the, He didn't go the right way first. So anyway, we're getting there and we're like, you know, you could just. The lifts there like wild cards, by the way. Dude, yeah. And we were like, we're like, you know, you could just. I feel uh, like
0: maps there are like wild cards. (laughs) Yeah. We're like, you could just let us
1: off here. It looks like it's just a block away. And the guy was like, "Uh, I'm going to take you. Like to, to, to where you need to go This is a bad neighborhood <laughs> We're like alright Teddy Hart's walking outside He's like no Okay no, We met Teddy Hart This is gonna get Okay we're gonna jump around a bunch
0: Okay First thing
1: that happened after the show Is Matt and I met Teddy Hart This is after Double or Nothing We're standing out waiting for my mom uh, Cause we're gonna go Get her snap reaction <laughs> Waiting for your mom hey, <laughs> Yeah What are you doing waiting for your mom But then guess who's to walk by But Teddy Hart And you could tell Because yeah. he was wearing a big jacket That said and Teddy could, Hart on it
0: And Matt's mom could tell Cause apparently my eyes lit up Like I saw Jesus Christ Literally up like him
1: on that joint brother mm-hmm. and then because of
0: <laughs> teddy's jacket my mom just goes teddy <laughs> i wasn't i was gonna leave him alone
1: but i'm glad that she did that because he turned around and we shook his hand and took a picture with him yeah and he told matt's mom that it's the, the best wrestling show he's ever seen well,
3: it was actually the best wrestling show i'd ever seen but they're not crazy enough to book the craziest motherfucker in professional
1: <laughs> wrestling Dude, that guy brings his cats to the ring i love him
0: yeah uh, don't love him. He's a very bad man. Okay, I don't love him um, anymore. But, but he's he a his great. Cats to the he's rings. a character, not as bad as I think he gets a rap for. But so Derek and I went
3: to
1: a a, a show but called he's a Subur- bad suburban 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 fight pro wrestling. No ring, no rules. No ring, no rules. Let it ride. Just right. Uh, <laughs> which it was it was in a dive bar above an ice hockey
0: ring. <laughs> yeah, no rings, no rules. It was yeah, it How was insane. No, hey, we're talking.
1: Um. I'm <laughs> bored. <laughs> you do this to us. <laughs> I I would say if anyone I because I had never really heard of suburban fight wrestling. I've never heard of the no ring no rules shows they do. Just right. Uh, but it is a fucking blast.
0: Yeah. So there was like three. The first match we saw. Well, there was like a tag match. But the first match we saw with noticed notable ish people was uh, Matt Cross versus Chris Bay. Uh huh. Um, the first thing that happened, like. There are three sections of this bar, so Matt and I are standing where the stage is, Mm -hmm. and like, then it just moves. All the action moves, and we can't see anything anymore. We learned pretty
1: quickly that it's like, oh, you gotta camp out near like, so like, there was this area that had like pool tables and like a bar and and so we started just kind of camping out near there because it's like, oh, this is where the matches end up and they do all the fun shit. But they start like at at the beginning uh, at the stage at the front of the bar, so we're like, we started there. Turned out that's not where you're gonna see no. any of the shit. There's no. too many people, so we just went camped out by like all the shit they were gonna jump off of. Yeah, which was smart. Yeah, uh, and it was a dude. It was so fucking cool. They were like kicking each other on couches. They were jumping off ladders onto like
0: pool tables, was a barber chair. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. a barber chair. It's super kicks after getting spun. I watched
2: that video. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I did a little a little Instagram mm-hmm. the stuff. Um, yeah, that. There was, like, a pinfall on a couch. Yeah. Uh, there's, like, refs and then helpers just yelling at everyone Which, to move. Yeah,
1: refs. Like, there was just one guy who was who's just like, Boop. there's a guy sitting in that barber chair and the wrestlers were coming,
0: and the guy was like, get the fuck up. What's wrong with you? Move. Move. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's just – you are it's super interactive. Like, its you feel like you could get hit if you're not paying attention. Yeah, one of the people we were hanging out
1: with, shout out Dash, uh, yeah. just high-fived Orange Cassidy in the middle of the match. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah, the other match we saw was Marco Stunt, uh, Priscilla Kelly, and Orange Cassidy. In a triple threat match, which was cool because we just saw Orange Cassidy and Marco
1: Stunt at Double or Nothing.
0: Yeah. Um, Orange Cassidy does normal stuff. They took a crazy – What is Orange Cassidy's normal stuff? Small kick.
1: The he, does, he does small kicks. He, yeah. His whole gimmick is he doesn't give a shit. He wrestles most is, of the match with his hands he, in his is pockets. Is he hungover
0: or he just doesn't care?
1: Drunk or hungover. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he just like – he wrestles with his hands in his pockets. He does the thing where like people – he kicks someone and people are like, oh, oh, oh. And then he backs up and they go, oh. But he doesn't put any effort into it. It's – look up Orange Cassidy. It's one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. We need
2: to do an Orange Cassidy deep dive ASAP. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, But him and Marco Stunt went through a table with maybe a foot of headspace above them.
1: Marco Stunt, like, cut his head on, like, a ceiling sprinkler. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. Priscilla Kelly, too. Uh, She's the one who – got some uh, media attention for, like, the the used tampon spot.
2: I think she did that. I think she did, too. We just didn't
1: see it because there's so many people. Uh, But watching her was awesome. She really does have a really fucking cool, like – presence Mm did she and darby spit into each other's mouths no they had different they had different different matches matches. he doesn't matter necessarily (laughs) oh Um, yeah during the first probably did during the first match i I was like trying to to watch these guys when they went over to the pool table section i look over and darby allen was just standing right next to me watching (laughs) like with his
0: face all painted up and everything just ready to go Mm -hmm. um we also uh went to see darby allen and nick gage We stayed in the back. They didn't come close to us. I saw Nick Gage throw a punch. I saw him like pick up some stuff, (laughs) like
1: a trash can. Uh, I'll say this about Nick Gage. Yeah, we didn't really get to see that match, but uh, I mean, it was crowd surfed at the end. But yeah, Nick Gage uh, has a scary presence. (laughs) Yeah, like that. You look at that guy and you're like, oh, that guy could fuck me up. You look at that guy and you're like, that guy can fuck. (laughs) That guy can fuck. That guy can fuck. Mdk.
0: (laughs) Getting affiliated, uh, but all in all, it was really fun. If Suburban fights ever in your area, really, I highly Check recommend it out. going.
1: It's like ten bucks on Fight TV too yeah. to watch
0: their shows, and it's it really is a blast. It's it's a lot of fun, and they're right there, and you might see Matt and I, yeah, on I the know. television. Um, so
3: speaking of like your Nick Gage, uh, scary presence, met him at Starcast, nicest dude yeah ever. doesn't know what a squirtle is but <laughs> doesn't know what a squirtle is and it confuses him but i walked up to him like hey man like everything you're doing with gcw you're a champion be really cool to see you mm-hmm. come back and do all this thanks so much bro gives me a hug I'm like, hey man how much for a picture oh you don't gotta pay for let's take a picture yeah i'm like hell yeah gives me that's big, cool big like couple bro hugs and then yeah. like jenna took the picture like, oh thank you so much for taking the picture sweetheart <laughs> He's like oh you guys have a good time awesome. Like thank you so much. Like just yeah. super stoked I I wanted to talk to him and like wanted to get a picture. Yeah. Also shout out to Marco Stutt. S- yep. Super nice. Um filthy Tom Lawler was super nice. Uh Brian Alvarez talked to us for a while, was fucking that's really cool. cool.
0: Who's the dude Brady talked to forever? Uh which one? Bald uh, guy? Big Jack Boy. Oh, Brian Cage. Yeah. Super, oh yeah. Super Jeez. nice. That that is a big boy, yes. Yeah,
3: and then uh, Jake Manning from High Spots, also independent mm-hmm. wrestler, super nice dude too. Also, the blue meanie was really nice. Oh,
1: I can see that. He looks really nice in interviews.
3: He was like he, at first, like like we were walking up the Colt Cabana's table, which was right next to his. It's like, oh, he'll be back soon. And then I just go, I'm like, dude, I have to say hi to you.
1: Like, yeah. you were so awesome. Wait, the ECW. blue mean you said, oh, Colt Cabana will be back soon? Yeah.
3: Because <laughs> really? so we, we walked up to Colt's table. Oh, okay. And he was right next to him. He's like, oh, he'll, he'll be back soon, guys. Like, don't worry. Like, Look at his shit. Like, if you want to meet him, buy some mm-hmm. shit. Cabana's the fucking – get all his gimmicks. There. He's a smart guy. Yeah. Um, but he was – I mean, he was super nice. I and, mean, dude, ECW, like, when he came to WWF, like, all that stuff. Got shot yeah. on by JBL. Yeah. Fuck I'm like, JBL. I'm like, I love it. Like, your character's voice always so interesting. Like, you and Stevie doing the parodies. Like, you just were really entertaining, and I appreciate it. He's like, dude, thank you so much. Yeah, that's cool. Like,
0: like, had, like kind of stopped and was like, thank yeah. you.
2: Yeah. I've, I've seen interviews with him and stuff. He just seems like an actual sweetheart.
0: Yeah, he, he was. Uh, Jimmy Havoc was also very nice, but very exhausted from being interviewed constantly. Yeah, it was like the f- second he walked in, it was back to back, like just different it was people. Like four interviews. Mm. before yeah. we
3: were like kind of like scoping the. Yeah, and All's- then
0: we gave him like a half an hour to like chill before we went up mm. and also bought stuff from him. Also,
2: homie has Crohn's disease and is in a place with, oh, with strange shit. bathrooms. They're oh, pretty yeah. nice bathrooms. They, they actually they were generous with the stalls. They like oh. every bathroom I
1: went into had at least like ten stalls.
0: Yeah, and then um, – And apparently Lita is one of the nicest people in the yeah. world if you Jenna, like the
1: band job breaker. Jenna met Lita, yeah. came back,
3: was, like, crying because it's, like, one of her freaking heroes, and so
1: – Yeah, it sound like – I saw her post about it. It looked like one of those like, those, like, stories you hope to hear when someone gets to meet their hero. Yeah. And, like, apparently they held up the line because Lita just wanted to talk and everything. So. That's so cool. Super yeah. cool.
3: I mean – StarCast was really fun. I mean, so would you
1: guys say StarCast was worth the uh, experience – like the money was I,
0: worth the experience? I wish I paid for that Kenny Omega doc and to hear him talk. Ne- next, So I'm, yeah. I'm
3: planning on going to the next event, which is all out, like the next big event. In which Chicago? Which yeah. It's Labor Day weekend. It's also where Jenna's family's from. So it's super simple for us. It's like, cool, we can go visit her family, like make a long weekend out of it. And um, for me – I want to do the whole gold bracelet experience. You get to meet everybody. You get to do everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would, I would do that again if I did that. I would maybe do that. We'll talk about it. Um, I don't like live shows that are that big. Oh, at, at Double or Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, we, I liked it. It was great being okay. there. Yeah. Let's.
1: So let's let's get into it. So yeah. Yeah. So three three of us went to go. Uh, we're in Vegas for um, a I Double or Nothing. Jerked it all weekend. <laughs>
0: Zach got to stay home same. and jerk it. I didn't get a jerk it once. Yeah, same.
2: What stopped you?
0: People in the room right <laughs> next to me? Um, fair. There's a bathroom. Um, I used that to poop. It smelled too bad. I don't like – I'm not a shower jerker. Yeah. Just to get a little deep dive into my Who
3: life. Who has the man? time?
2: Whatever, man. Wherever you can, man. <laughs> I don't shower much, but I always jerk <laughs> it when um, I do.
0: But I, I, watch, I rewatched it. Um, on the television, yeah. it's a much better watching experience. I, I agree with that. I think, well, especially, Oster had some very rambunctious people next to him. Yeah, I had one. Who, one was a buddy until his friends were around. <laughs> yeah, he. There, were, there he was some love fucking... Judas. Oh really? Luchasaurus? Th- no, Judas. Oh, that the song. song. Oh God, dude, that dude oh, was going off. Oh uh, right next- had
2: the Judas effect and full of Ask him. Ask him.
0: Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. That's what they kept saying anytime someone did a hold for one second. But they didn't say any transphobic shit like the people behind us, so they're cool. Yeah, yeah
1: there was there was one guy in my section who was really fucking lame. Um, and then there was a couple other people who were just, like, obnoxious. But, I mean, it's kind of to be expected. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like being there was a really, really cool
0: experience. It was. Uh, I was just exhausted, mm-hmm. and I was just trying to be happy that people were having a good time. Yeah. I just try to get lost in the moment
3: of the story of the matches, losing and everything. yourself in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom spaghetti, um, because like you know stuff like with the Dustin and Cody match, like just like that atmosphere. That like, was that was wonderful. It was electric. It was like it was something almost very tangible. Like you could like being a part it. of
1: that electricity is the thing that I took away most from that. Like I, I watched it again too, and I, I feel I straight up watching it. Uh, with commentary from the camera's angle, it's like is a better viewing experience. Yeah, mm. Excalibur is very good at his job. Absolutely, um, but the electricity of being there is Alex what I take away From it for sure is not
3: very good at really. his <laughs> job.
2: Jr. is good for five seconds at a time
3: <laughs> at his job. Jr. can be good, and I think once him and Excalibur
2: get a little bit more chemistry together, I think it can push him <laughs> to be good. As long I, as he I,
0: researches women that, too,
2: that's the thing that I'm really worried because even when like when he's doing New Japan and stuff, like a, after he'd been doing it for like over a year, he'd still like seems like he had just like maybe reread his notes from last time on his way to the recording, and like didn't ever really progress in his knowledge. But not well,
0: everyone can be Maro. Yeah, he's yeah, so. the more Excalibur. <laughs>
2: mm. But I, I was a little bothered by Jr. during the I was very bothered by Jr. JR during the women's matches. I was especially bothered by him during Nyla Rose it, uh, let her match like just like constantly like wow yeah she's big like oh, he just like, says so he was Jesus. like oh awesome kong makes uh Nyla Rose look like a cruiserweight yeah like it, he like very obsessed with size in a way that like he is with me- men too but he is like the way he says it and the way he was saying it about Nyla Rose was felt like is like a well yeah of course she's big like to me to gross me I, I didn't I didn't, mm. I didn't I guess I didn't hear it that way to me.
3: Like I heard stuff like that. I'm like, he's still, he's still used to having Vince in his head saying, talk about how big they are. Yeah. <laughs> that,
2: that's the, it's obvious that he, his whole career, like there was someone telling him what, even though he was doing a really good job of hitting those notes, like, like saying things well, but was, like, people were telling him like, Hey, hit this now, hit this now. Like not letting him get lost in the same thought he, five times in a row. He seemed very patterned still. Mm-hmm. And I think
3: that's just like having somebody who's a little bit more of a freestyler, like Excalibur, who like gets lost and like you could hear like raises in his voice and taking it down. Here's some information about this guy here. This is why you should care about mm-hmm. this guy here. It helped because like Jim Ross, like like I I kept like hearing those comments too. It's like oh like the, like the mentioned mentioned her weight, which he didn't with anybody else. Mm. They like, kept, like oh big, oh, it's like a big like it was like a bus and then mm-hmm. oh awesome Kong like make the makes her looks like a cruiserweight. Yeah. Like it's like, oh. yeah. like yeah, they're they're the big strong let's talk about their strength. It's like talking yeah. about their power. Right, it's I get that you want to temptation. put them over as like
2: a big wrestler, but but you can add more to than it than just that they're big. And the, he didn't have like equivalent comments about like not like wrestlers who weren't the big wrestlers. Like he didn't wouldn't be like, Oh, Kylie Ray's like fast you know that like offsets the, you know the size. It was it's just like, it oh, was just size. She, she's smaller, but she's fast, and so mm. she can, you know weasel out of things and move here and
3: mm. you know you know shit like that. Yeah, Excalibur
2: did agree. during the Joshi match a shit ton, oh, yeah. and it like put over the like the dynamic of that match beautifully. But yeah. JR just never did.
3: No, well, hopefully being with because Josh Barnett on commentary for New Japan wasn't the best either, and so like them yeah. together. Or just like there like nobody's growing, whereas Excalibur is really good. So hopefully it pulls like Jim Ross like oh shit, I gotta step my game up. Yeah. I gotta I gotta bring more to the table than just talking about how big these people are. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um,
4: let's
3: let's get oh yeah. no, no let's, I was gonna say I was fucking like, do it.
1: Yeah, let's fucking
0: go. All right. It started with the twenty one man casino battle royale. We don't have to talk about all the goddamn rules. But um let's talk about favorite moments from it. Um M Jeff. Just in general. M- MJF was MJF great. is a fucking star.
1: MJF is the one who came out of that show looking the most... Looking like Colt Cabana's son. <laughs> yes.
0: You physically looking like Colt Cabana's was, son.
1: To be fair, he went into it the same way. But, <laughs> but he came that out... That was of...
3: actually the gimmick at AAW as well yeah. as he was Colt Cabana's
1: son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'd I heard that um, that MJF was like
2: Cody's hand-picked heel for the company. Mm. Well, he great. picked him good. <laughs> yeah. Good one. It, I'm yeah. like... I've always like appreciated what MJF does and like especially like the commitment to character and stuff, but this was a different level. Like this, this was, was like, like him like, I gotta turn this shit on. So
1: yeah. He he um it, in the Road to Double or Nothing, they built up a, a few, a handful of stars uh, in that match that had really inspirational backstories, and he eliminated every one of them. I think. Oh shit! Uh, okay. Dus- Dustin Thomas, the guy with no legs, was MJF. Yeah. Uh, that other dude, I cannot remember his name, Shield bald white boy? guy, oh. Brandon Cutler. Yeah, uh, MJF eliminated him. Do you relate to Steve Cutler? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> his uh, brother's name's Dustin. So <laughs> I just thought that was that was like that's that subtle Jay. stuff that I was paying attention to from the get go, where I was like. This is some good storytelling. That is, it's like you give us these stories of these people that we're excited to see and that our hearts feel for, and then MJF eliminates all of them. They
2: they kind of did that with Bully Ray at the last one, but MJF is not as lame feeling. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I did like that Orange Cassidy just kind of sauntered to the ring.
0: Yeah, just hung out.
3: Just sat down. I forgot he was there. Marco Stunt like gets his like pops and everything, does his moves. Like they had. like uh, what's his ace Romero do that freaking dive. A C and he is a big boy and yeah. he fucking flew. Also, here's a good moment for like they didn't didn't wasn't like on commentary on this,
2: but they didn't
1: mention his size there. Like, uh-huh. yeah. like that. There's like oh and he gets You can call mm-hmm. someone powerful,
2: uh, you can call someone very strong. You
1: don't have to be like, Look at
2: how big and, yeah, are. you can and you still can, but it just has to be like part of a larger narrative. like narrative yeah. and like yeah. like I'd say that like WWE at times even has done good with that, with say Nia Jax being like, she's big, but also she's powerful. Yeah, saying words like, like dominant, and say, and then they'll be like, oh, surprise, like uh, surprising agility, like stuff like that. Like, yeah, sometimes their their
3: little buzzwords suck, but at other times like it makes sense and it mm. helps build more
0: than big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Havoc uh, came in with a staple gun. So first of all. I want to know how Joey Janela got a cigarette into the ring and a lighter without breaking it while he was wrestling. Penelope. Oh, uh, yeah. she just had it. So he lights a cigarette. He lights a cigarette and just sits In the down. ring. And then uh, Jimmy Havoc staples it to his forehead. Yeah. That was dope. Uh, he stapled Tommy Dreamer's balls. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did.
2: They've been um, stapled quite a few times over <laughs> yeah. the years. Okay, so he Tommy probably Dreamer, hit an existing hole.
3: Tommy Dreamer was just in there, which so, I thought was really cool. So here's
0: my here's my knowledge of Tommy Dreamer. Edge Edge's impression of him. That's Tommy. It. Tommy. That is it. The I sword. had no idea he was some ECW legend. <laughs> yeah, EC oh, He's doesn't... like the ECW <laughs> <laughs> legend. Uh, yeah, I love
1: the innovator that innovator of violence. Yeah. In the in the in the battle Royale, he comes out. He gets thrown like, through like the middle rope, and then like leaves and it's like oh is that it for him he comes back out with a trash can and a trash can lid throws it in the ring starts fucking going to work on people with it everyone they get a tommy dreamer chant get an ecw chant going Mm -hmm. it was like it was like all right fuck yeah what's super cool about tommy dreamer too is he knows his spot and he knows he can help
3: make somebody else because he was putting people over casual fans will know him is
0: that why did jimmy eliminate him
3: i want to say i want to say so but also like he did stuff with Orange Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, he did stuff with Marco Stunt. Did, did stuff with Marco Stunt. Did stuff with Sunny Kiss. Like, these people who, like, can help get elevated by a casual fit saying, oh, that's fucking Tommy Dreamer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm can... sure that
2: was a fucking huge moment for Jimmy Havoc. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Jesus. Oh, gotta be.
3: Orange Cassidy did his very nonchalant kicks. Yep. Uh-huh. Got a huge pop for it. It was, it was great. I know people, I love. I, I
0: love that people are just, this is something that wouldn't work in my main roster WWE. No. No, Orange no. Cassidy's gimmick, I mean, no. I feel like it
3: would barely work even in NXT. I feel yeah.
1: like it, yeah, it's crazy how it does work. It's like he does the most mundane stuff, but, like, it's the fans that make the, it fun. They love it, they're, and they're yeah.
0: into it. Like, they're like, they know like what it is. Like getting holy
1: shit chants for, like, the most, like, tiny little kicks.
0: Because it's, it's fun. And it's so, fun.
1: There's 22 counting Orange Cassidy
3: in the ring uh, of people People getting fl- thrown out, and then the Joker.
1: Yeah. The
3: last guy in.
1: Hangman. hangman page Page. before we get to hangman though i do want to ask you guys what did you think of sean spears uh ty dillinger oh yeah number 10 he came out to a really good cool reception Mm, he's
0: he's he came out 10th 10th yeah um i like how he did the 10 and then flipped the person off mjf
2: mjf because mjf did the 10 and flipped him off oh okay and also legit if he did the 10 a few more times it might actually be copyrighted uh but yeah he looked jacked
3: uh he looked stoked (laughs) Yeah, he he looked good. Like he was, I th- almost like a little taken aback by his, the pop he got. Uh-huh. Yeah, but um, there's a bunch he, of Peyton Royce marks. He's not uh,
2: Payne Royce's boyfriend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I wish like people like, <gasps> like sometimes like wrestlers would be able to like would get that because like the women get that all the fucking time. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, Mark Marrow did. That's fucking true. For Sable, that is very true. Yeah. Uh, for second,
3: I thought you said Mark Marion I'm like. It Mark does. Marin
1: did.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he dated he's a, a wrestler, wrestler on
1: Glow. But um
3: yeah. the whole the whole thing was just awesome. Hangman comes in, takes people out, cleans house, ends up being who the final four were oh, by the way, before we get to the final four, they really want Jungle Boy to be a big star. Yeah. He looks like a fucking baby. Oh, he's he's tiny, he's a good looking boy, he can fucking <laughs> he's work. He's a good looking <laughs> boy, he can work. He's uh, like
0: he looks like a jacked eight year old though, <laughs> like just a jacked
2: f- eight year old Luke Perry. Yeah, he has, he has a baby, such a baby. He face. has a baby face. Him versus, I, I'm sure he and Marco have had matches against each other, just two opposite sides of the country. Man, that's just like Muppet Babies match. I know. <laughs> yeah, a lot of hair in that <laughs> but match. But
3: you had a Luchasaurus, Jimmy Havoc, M. Jeff, and Adam Page as your final
1: four. Luchasaurus, who has a master's degree in medieval literature, <laughs> former <laughs> NXT dork. star Judas Draven. Um, also almost killed Joey Janela. He gave him
3: a chokeslam through a table on the outside. Janela landed on his head. Jesus. Yeah. Like not
0: even like his, like just his head. Then he had to be up at eight in the morning to host a breakfast and prank call Enzo Amore. And he also <laughs> didn't sleep. God. He, he, and then uh, he did StarCast? Yeah, that's why. God, when I he first is walked a in, wild boy. When I,
3: when I first walked into StarCast, he he was just like sprawled out on the table. And Penelope was just looking at him like, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Um, She was way more chipper than Joey was. Joey's nice as hell.
0: Uh, But, yeah, and then Hangman. So, in New Japan, I did not care about Hangman Page. I thought he was just there. They did a really good job building him as the main dude of this company. He's the second main dude because Kenny's the dude. Yeah, but Kenny's above title. Kenny's
2: established already. Uh. Hangman is more on the come-up. So, like, so Kenny is, the like, the main top dude right now, but Hangman is going to be the dude made by the company. Yes. Yeah. Like, and so in that way, like, Kenny is kind of New Japan's dude. And then, like, Hangman Page is going to be AEW's dude.
3: Yeah. Because when he first joined Bullet Club, people hated him. Yeah. My, I, I didn't give a fuck about him when he joined Bullet Club yeah. because at that time, Adam Cole wasn't even in Bullet Club. I'm like, where the fuck are you not putting Cole in Bullet Club and you're putting... Fucking Adam Page. Adam Page. Who a fuck about Adam
2: yeah. Page? Yeah. I, now, I
3: didn't give a fuck about Adam Page in Ring of Honor. Give
2: us Austin Hall. <laughs> also,
0: I've learned a lot of cool things about Adam Page. He's when, a good boy. When he got, when he like had to carry a noose to the ring, he donated like a bunch of money and to suicide charities. Yeah, and then
2: like and then put in pre- like pre- pressured people in New Japan to like let him just carry a rope. Apparently, too, uh, my older brother was telling me that he used to be a teacher. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. He used yeah. to be a teacher and he would like wrestle and then like on the weekends and stay up all night writing lesson plans. And then
2: mm-hmm. and also, he worked for High Spots. Oh, like, oh yeah. North Carolina boy. And he collects skulls with Baron Corbin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then oh, he, there was another charity thing that, that happened with him too. Like a, something in his career where he like donated money to another charity. Like, Maybe yeah. the horse. <laughs> Horses. Oh, it's the, the full gear thing. The whole gear. Will, um, gave it to. Um, like de- like men's depression groups specifically because of like there was just some weird implications with uh, what some people are saying with that whole gimmick. So oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, he's just he's a cool guy, and I'm stoked to watch him more. Yeah, watch him floor it. So he
2: gets
3: he cleans house. He gets tossed out. Doesn't touch the floor though. No. M. Jeff thinks he wins. And then MJF gets the buckshot Larry, which they saved at the very end, which is a fucking front flip, land on feet clothesline. It's a devastator. Yeah, and it's tosses him out. He's a big
2: dude. Too. Yeah. Yeah, he's six yeah. three. Um, yeah. I'd hope that the gimmick for every single AEW show is that the the battle royal ends with Oh, you thought he was out, he thought he was a winner, but not, and see just how long it goes before people are like What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> it's every single one.
0: Isn't that almost every battle royal though?
2: True, but I wanted to literally the best, the beat best year was
3: the uh, best thing they ever did was the year that Santino almost won it against Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> it was 2011 Royal Rumble, and that was the 50 man one. Yeah, it was the biggest one until or 40 the, man one. And yeah. so he fucking Alberto's like celebrating, and then here comes Santino. Everybody's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, are they gonna do this? It didn't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, next match. Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara. Great so, match. Sammy Guevara? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have much to say. Great match. I want Sammy Guevara to get beat up.
1: Yeah. You see Panda Boy? Yeah, he yeah. was the one with the panda on his head. Uh, I liked it. I, the, the section I was this in was, was more dead for the match. I think there was a lot of excitement in the Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but watching it back, it looked like there was plenty of uh, excitement for it. That's fun.
2: Yeah. yeah. I – Yeah. Sammy Guevara is like really talented. I don't care. Like he's like he, he's a good shithead heel. Yeah, he is and he is like a good shithead heel. But also like I'm not that entertained by the kind of shithead he is. I'm just like I. It just looks like kind of a douchey. No, guy. Did, what's what's kind his of tagline? He's like I'm the best. The ever. best of, the best a of a all. The best of all time. Bear. Or it's best ever. Yeah. It's like it's like the kind of something that doesn't even uh, like best ever. Yeah. yeah I'm cool. And, and like he's been using it phonetically doesn't really make. And he's been using it for like a re- really long time. Like yeah. I'm Sammy. I'm the best ever. Well, hopefully it gets better.
0: Yeah. Uh, first, how could he? He's the best ever. First You're match ready. of the proper show. Soul Cali Censored. I wasn't too familiar with them. They're, they're fun. You? They're fun. Hmm? They have a good
2: time. They're great. You? They're like uh, they've been around for a while. Yeah. Verdiangles has been wrestling for thirty years. Damn, he is yeah. like fifty. Yeah. Fallen angel. He, Christopher he was
1: supposed Daniels. to be the
3: higher power. He was supposed to be the higher power. He also used to do a bunch of shotgun
1: Saturday nights in WBF. Yeah, um, they. I I really do like the the. This is the worst town I've ever been in. Uh, I like that league. they're. This, this is the best worst town I've ever been.
0: Yeah, in. yeah. Uh, then versus Stronghearts, who's yeah. Shima, T Hawk. Yeah, and... Taylor Hawkins wrestled. Like not only did I hang out with him, he wrestled. <laughs> uh, who's the other guy's name? Uh, Lin- L Lindeman. L oh, Lindeman, there it yeah. is. Um, Shima. Is, Owe right? Yeah. So Shima
3: is was the booker of Dragon Gate.
2: I was shocked. Okay. At, I was expecting him to be like old man, good. Where it's like, oh, he was. Oh, he's still flippy as fuck. Huh? But he's still fucking great. Like, yeah, uh, r- Japanese kind of legend. He also is
3: a former Battle of Los Angeles winner. Really? I think like two thousand nine. Cool. Um, yeah, he is a. Um, he actually was like I said with Dragon Gate. If you anybody knows
1: anything about Dragon Gate wrestling, it's flippy as fuck. Mm. Is it? I can't. I believe it was T Hawk. Well, I, I don't remember which one had the bleach blonde hair. He uh, was O. Lindeman. Oh, Lindeman. Okay. Yes. Well, uh Super strong. Dead doing deadlift fucking like Germans, Germans? all fucking night, dude. Uh, it was awesome. I I don't know. I that's the thing I was looking forward to most about this show, and that it delivered on a lot was I got exposed to wrestlers that I was completely unfamiliar with, um, but was super like uh, captivated by. Mm-hmm. Them. I thought I was, it was.
2: I thought it was a good match. Um, it was a fun, it was a good like. Main card kickoff, which I I just remembered. That's what wasn't SCU in the kickoff of All In as well. They were on the pre-show. Ah, uh, they're on the pre-show. Okay. They they seem to be like guys who are good at kicking things. The off. kickoff mm.
3: for All In was M Jeff versus Matt Cross.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Uh Oops. SCU. um The only problem I had was somebody uh, near me was so excited by it that I was in the bathroom after one of the matches trying to go pee, and the dude was right behind me, kept yelling "fucking SCU." And see, I couldn't go
2: to the bathroom because he kept yelling in my ear.
0: It might have been the people that were sitting next to us. I don't know. It was terrible. Well,
2: Matt, that's the worst bladder I've ever seen. <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> bladder I have ever been in. Oh, <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> I don't know how you guys do it, but you're not doing it right.
0: All right, next match. Uh, Doctor Brett Baker, DMD,
2: Nyla Rose, DMD. and Smiley Kylie Ray. Um, just something I really appreciated from this match is. Nyla Rose's entrance—they didn't just say, "Oh, she's Native American." Specifically, I believe it's Shoshone yeah. tribe, and like called it out, and like we're very like good about that. It was Excalibur, of course, but yeah. like, yeah.
0: One of the dudes next to us was is a, a Canadian Inuit, right? Is that the correct term?
2: I believe I so. I believe yeah. so. But um, I think there's also multiple. Like, tribes. tribes. But, oh, okay. But yeah.
0: But when he heard that and, like, saw that, he flipped the fuck out. Hell yeah. And he was just like, That's my girl. That's my girl. Cool. And that's at least when
3: I, even though they, the like, people next to Oster were some of the most annoying wrestling fans I've been around, he, I got, there he, was
0: one that was bad, one that was terrible. And it's just like,
3: he like kind of riled up everybody else, mm-hmm. but then he got kind of shut up by a few different people. Someone so by, called him Michael Cole. By the third match, <laughs> he had kind of shut up like a yeah. lot more than he did before. But um, it's cool because like he, yeah, I guess, was like, "Are oh, these like some of the worst fans?" Like you seem like no, because they don't seem think hateful
0: at least. Yeah, they yeah. were <laughs> they were into it. They
3: like were just having a great time at the show. Sometimes at the expense of other people. They were also yeah. too drunk.
0: Yeah, that's I think what it was. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about the which smash. is
1: crazy, dude. Because fifteen dollars for a fucking beer? Are you kidding? Me? <laughs>
0: I think they pre-gamed. Yeah, had to. Um, uh, yeah, this match was cool. I think it showcased all of it. Them. Showca- <laughs> it showcased
3: um, Britt and Kylie a well, lot before the match started. And it showcased
1: Brandy before the match started. Brandy came out and alluded to something they were talking about on the Road to Double or Nothing, where she was kind of going around telling everyone that they're going to win the match. Mm-hmm. That's how they was kind of led to believe. So then she comes out. Brandy comes out is saying like. I, w- I didn't lie, you know. I was telling the truth when I said that any one of you could win this match, and I wasn't lying when I said that I think this can be a great match. But I don't want a great match. I want an awesome. And then match. the Miz came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he came to play. The Miz AEW confirmed. No, that's not what happened. Awesome
3: Kong came out. Yeah. He, uh, Brandy pulled a new day at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Like took she off. She came out. Jacket. Yeah, came out in her gear. Like, like she's a to go I over. was like, oh, she's inserting
1: herself in the match. Okay,
2: that's what I thought too. I'm like, oh, so I. did I?
3: I'm like, oh, okay, like that's fine. It's like she she's knows. an okay
2: wrestler. It's a four way. Maybe it'll be fine. But, but like, then, then Awesome Kong came is, out. Yeah, and music awesome. hits and everyone's
1: kind of like, what's going on? And then when it flashes Awesome Kong on the screen, that was I think the first time in the night where I was like, oh, this is electric.
0: First surprise of the night, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, besides Hangman, but but that knew. one everybody but, saw. Everyone was kind of yeah.
1: Uh so it was just really cool to be there for that. Um and then Awesome Kong came out. It she looked like a fucking star. And, yeah, and it, was a, it was like a Fatal four way Yeah, match.
2: Like it was really cool especially like cuz she's moved away from wrestling like lar- like she's just been acting a lot and taking that really seriously mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, so. you, we might know her as uh the Welfare Queen on Glow. Oh uh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Yep. And she like her whole wrestling career is just like tons of ups and downs and stuff. So it's just sort of cool. The former Karma in WWE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For yeah. two Whole ma- one and a half matches, one of them was just a uh, Royal Rumble. Mm. The other half was just coming out and attacking people and then never showing back up.
3: Yeah, but it was really cool. They showcased Britt and Kylie. Uh, Britt Baker won, which to me makes so much sense. She yeah. was at the front. She's a a great fucking face of the women's division because she's good. Um, also, like
2: her being a dentist. Like that's, again, that's it's a like, media thing. Like I was gonna say, like yeah. it's a
3: good like upfront face. Like look at this fucking like she's a great she's a great athlete she's a fucking dentist damn like, yeah, she's a fucking yep. dentist? DM- yeah like she finished
2: like dental school like while being like a very active like indie wrestler and, and she's like, still a dentist she's a practicing dentist mm-hmm. and if you live in florida you could probably book an appointment there's a very good picture of her watching um like the aw press conferences recently like in her dentist's office on one of the tvs yeah. and like She's watching it just straight on. It's like, "Hey, the first time someone like replied saying the first time a wrestler's ever watched a TV, right?" And she wasn't standing <laughs> off to the side. I um and that, that's one of the reasons why um she never went to
3: WWE is because she still wanted to be dentist. She's like, "Go to all that fucking school. You got to fucking do it." Yeah. But it was a really cool match. Uh, Kylie Rae like to a bigger audience really showed out because she was really just did like Midwest Indies. Okay. Like, oh, really hasn't mm-hmm. really done much. Like she's from the Chicago area, but she worked with freelance. So that means you don't got to do AAW because Danny Niles is an asshole. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, um, book Michael You piece of shit. Um, got a little mad there, and so just really Justified cool to kind yourself. of uh, get her a bigger, um, a bigger audience to see because she's she was pretty good, and she's then, like a,
1: her character's like a pinball.
3: It's it's really fun, and then uh, this guy T- Tyler, hello Tyler. Uh, went to school with Jenna, nice guy, one of our buds. Um, I'm pretty sure he may have had a heart attack when she came out. Yeah.
0: He took pictures with every wrestler there at yes. StarCast and got all, all of them to do the, the smiley Kylie pose. Uh, also, Prince, Prince Petty? Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, I really yeah. like him. Nice guy.
3: Also, he I saw him in a picture with the Brock Lesnar guy.
0: Oh, fuck. You say- why didn't you meet him? You wanted to so bad. I wanted
3: to just because I think he's like – don't know him but like it'd just be the funniest thing because who brock lesnar guy
2: he's a fan he's a fan who just likes brock lesnar <laughs> yeah. okay he's kind of right. like the shocked face guy at wrestlemania where certain fans get famous for being on tv yeah 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 or the allison chains guitarist looking motherfucker who's at every show oh every God, show yeah. dude i know that tripped me out when i've All right out. next match yeah
0: best friends chuck and trent versus Angel.
2: And Helico and Helico and me. Jack Evans. don't oh, know. Best entrance it. video ever. Yo, oh, man. The video package fuck. for the best friends was fantastic. Okay.
0: So there were aliens and ghosts and dogs. Dogs. dogs? People, people on a beach. People walking on the beach. A laser it. shooting
2: through a building.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> I love the text exchange between
3: Cody and little Greggy <laughs> and Dustin. <laughs> little Greggy. And it was just like, hey, this is it. And they're like, oh, that's pretty cool, man. Then Chuck Taylor, hey, think you could add some aliens and ghosts and some puppies in yeah. there? <laughs> it's like uh, And then Matt Jackson's like the hand holding was
1: me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was yeah, it, it was, was it was a
1: great match. It was great. And Jack Evans, I
3: it's
0: thought so was a fucking young good. He older than no, fuck. Dude,
2: he's super old. He looks young though. And he's looked the same forever.
1: Yeah, he he hasn't changed.
2: And that's extra crazy that he's been in the game for so long because he moves Mexico. like wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah these, super bendy. Those two were the longest reigning AAA tag champs ever. They held, they held it for like four straight years. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool. They, they, and they, they aren't sh- a team anymore. Like, they came back together. Like, yeah, I think that. they're going to team now oh, again. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But
3: they, they hadn't been teaming. I think Angelico got hurt twice really bad. I think one of them, mm. he broke his leg. Uh, it was
2: uh, during a Lucha Underground yeah. taping that they had to, like, retape. Oh. Yeah. And, so and he just disappeared off the season. He, and
3: that's why he was wearing, like, the weird, like outfit because like
1: like the onesie the one because suit. like
3: he could still go but just like he probably was like ah come on
1: i don't got that sixer that i used to have
3: yeah and so they're so good best friends are so good and connected really hard with the crowd yeah they, they put did. on a great match they did the the fucking rainmaker hug god mm-hmm.
0: I, I was like anticipating it i was like they're not gonna do well, it. well they here. Te-
1: so they teased it that they were gonna go do the hug and i saw the camera like pan out and then it didn't work i was like oh they're gonna do it though.
0: well and they got hit they got hit, but yeah. then,
1: but uh, when they went to go do it the first time, the camera started zooming
2: back and it, like uh, like getting a position to do the big. Oh, fast okay, zoom. okay. So I was like, oh, I think they are gonna do it, and then I... they did botch it a little bit on the the broadcast. It's like hug, and then zoom, and like, then zoom yeah. out. I get it. Uh, yeah, the rainmaker hug,
1: fantastic. They are they are just great to watch, and yeah. they're just really fun. They do a lot of
3: like very. Both teams did a lot of very innovative moves, and then best friends won with a strong zero. There's the crunchy and the double stop. Mm-hmm. That was our Punky Vice's old finish.
0: Okay. Oh, cool. Um Then they tried to get them to hug.
3: Trying to get trying to get the hug in the the middle of the ring. Lights out. Everything went black. Yeah,
1: which and then everyone starts freaking because it's like, oh man, who's gonna be? Who's the big surprise? Lights, Lights on. No one knows who they are. <laughs> uh, no one <laughs> on fucking commentary did either. They can't oh. say their names.
3: Oh. Super, uh, right. oh, Super Smash Bros. Yeah, that's right. You
2: can't say that? But like, it's kind of owned by Nintendo. Just <laughs> That's true. Say anything it like? If I would say if, of any criticism could, of the broadcast, you should have
0: said what promotion they were from. I had Smash why Wrestling, you should care. PWG.
2: I had zero clue who they. There are, are there are ways to just allude to who they are on TV. Even just say it's player, it's evil, evil player Uno and Stu Dose. Like, yeah, it's. Yeah, or like you might know them by a different by a name somewhere that we can't say. Just say that. Like, it's like oh my god, like it's these like we can't say their name here, but but you may felt- know them by Evil right. Uno and Player Dos. Uh, it 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 was awkward. Like it was awkward on the. It broadcast. sucked because
3: like they're really good. Oh, okay. and they mm-hmm. put on some fucking matches with the Bucks. Okay. I, I, I've cool.
2: seen their matches and I just didn't like I haven't seen enough of them to re- remember who that was. But, I was like what the so fuck they're, is So happening? they're standing in the ring and everyone's like oh this is cool and then like
1: lights go out again. And then a bunch of goons. They show up and there's a bunch of minions around the ring. Not like the shitty minions. I, I love that Like they have like, a ah! game squad because it's very like video game. Yeah, no, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. i I had no idea who they were and I was like, This is awesome. Yep. Uh, and then people started chanting Who Are You? and the guy next to me like leans over to me and was like so disrespectful to the Smash Brothers. <laughs> and I was like, was, yeah, was like, Yeah, that was me and Brady were like, What shirt were you wearing? Uh Golden Lovers. Okay. <laughs> but I was like I was
0: like, Yeah, totally. I <laughs> was me and Brady were like, these fucking marks I don't know Smash Brothers. <laughs> they Braves. don't know this Smash. That's I thought the guy looked at me I was like, yeah. I just dude, asked totally. Jenna
2: and she was like, I said Smash Brothers <laughs> one time Going in cool. Raw, uh, pitched renaming the Usos the Smash Bros during the Mandy Rose. Um, oh god, damn. Oh, they're smashing the Smash Brothers. <laughs> uh, uh, but having no idea who they were, I was super impressed with them. They did a,
1: a couple cool fucking spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, their minions are cool. They made a throne out ah. of a, uh, <laughs> out of goons.
0: I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Good way to build into the next events. Now we got a match that kind of changed my outlook on wrestling. Um, the six women tag team match, uh, Hikaru Shida, Riho, and Rio. I said this earlier in my head, uh, Mizunami, um, against Aja Kong, Yuka Sakazaki, and Emi Sakura. All I want to do is watch Joshi Wrestling. I love
1: how character-driven the whole thing is. The whole presentation is so fun. Like, One of them was just straight-up Freddie Mercury. Once the mm-hmm. music hit,
0: I was fucking in. Especially Emi Sakura. <laughs> yeah. She it magi- was just she fucking crazy-ass K-pop. I think so. With the Sabu pants? Yes, yeah.
3: Um... Ozzy Kong can barely fucking walk
0: in She room. She can. I mean, I watched her walk at StarCast, and it I just felt like, bad. But then she gets in that fucking ring, and it's she like worked her ass off, fucking yeah. on. Like, it's and... Gibson. I mean, you can tell. You can tell What a
2: reference. Like, what a fucking reference. 80, 1980s baseball reference. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck yeah. Save game for one that of the, baseball game show. Game one of the 87 World Series. Walk off home run with... The worst knees of all time. Jesus. Hell yeah. Even worse than Reyes.
1: <laughs> no, it's funny like with Aja Kong and stuff, she walks like uh like legend wrestlers walk. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, oh, like she yeah. walks like Terry Funk. Right, it's like, well, you have sacrificed a lot of your mobility for this. She walks sport like and and I kills appre- dad. And I appreciate
2: it. Yes. She took she lost her shins to the war. Yeah,
3: <laughs> she can't move her, like she doesn't want to put any like pressure on her knees. Yeah. But like you said, like once she gets in the ring, she was fucking going. Match was awesome. It was really fast-paced. Yeah. Really good storytelling on, like, especially they had, um, I don't remember the name of the wrestler, but she was the smaller one, and they end up almost always, like, getting against,
2: like, almost like Aja Kong, mm-hmm. like, getting that baby uh, face, like. She's, yeah, that was, that, that was Rio. Yeah. she That wrestler, she's 19 and has been wrestling for, like, over 10 years yep. already. She's yeah. been wrestling oh. since she was seven, and she's. Like I think they said like a hundred and like five pounds. Uh,
1: they said something on commentary that I was uh, that I thought was really cool. I it must have been Excalibur, but they were like, like we're in a sold out MGM Grand, and he like listed a couple like MMA fights and like boxing fights that have happened. And he was like, he was like, and I don't know if I was like I think this is a more hard hitting match than some of the MMA fights we've seen here. <laughs> and it's like maybe,
0: dude. Um, is Riho the one who's worked with Kenny a lot?
2: Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, there, whenever Kenny had an intergender tag match, like she was was his choice. Yeah.
0: Like it was just, I mean, Hikaru Shishida was like the boss of those two in that match. And she like, she, her presence was just like, Oh, I feel like I should know who you are and like what you do. Yeah. And she beat up, uh, Aja Kong with a kendo stick. Mm -hmm. Well, not really. She defended herself against a trash can with a kendo stick. That was a weird little trash can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything was just really cool in that match. It
3: just was like, here's like some a new style of wrestling you may not have seen um, for a lot of people. And the reaction that it got, I think, was awesome. It was well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They worked their asses off, Aja Kong being the legend that she is. And then you go with five other people who are unknown to... Like ninety percent of the audience that's yeah. there. Yeah, every
2: single one of them had something that stood out, like whether it was character work or in ring or like or both bo- or usually both. Like, like it was really really good. The, the yeah. one who was uh,
1: and I I will I will learn their names, but the uh, the one that was dressed like Freddie Mercury, uh,
3: I like
0: was uh, Yuka Sakaz- Sakazaki.
1: I like how she was doing like the stomp stomp clap.
3: It stomp, was really stomp, stomp, yeah. clap.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah,
3: yeah, really good. Ma- it was really really good and like it just like. And it helped, like, from the first match to the the four way, to the bastards. Everything kind of just felt like it was all something a bit different than like what it wasn't like. Oh, like four of the same matches. It was like here's a little something here. And yeah, like, here's a little taste of this. Mm-hmm. It was like a, hate, a taste it of was this. like it
1: was a, it was like a sampler platter of good wrestling.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the it was jo- an incredible showing of what AEW can be. The, the Joshi match, like that style, of, like I was trying to think of like what makes this so different. Like the whole thing felt like. Going to see, like, fucking, like, I don't know, Matt, you went and saw Cirque, Cirque du Soleil. Like, something that high-level choreographed down to, like, the moment. Like, there was never a spot where, like, the, all six pieces weren't moving. Like, yeah, yeah. Where, like, it felt, like, perfectly, like, pieced together. Yeah,
1: like, and it, I mean, like, especially for, like, a uh, like a six-person tag match, the timing just felt, yeah, like you're saying, there was always the, parts in motion, and it all made sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. They're
1: very, very talented. Yeah, I, um, I hope, and I hope that that AEW does see uh, that sort of variety of matches going forward too. Yeah,
3: I think they will because I know like a lot of wrestlers have talked about like that's how they like wrestling shows. Like Chuck Taylor on this interview I heard, he's like, I don't want five of the, or ten of the same matches. Like, mm-hmm. you give me ten death matches, it's gonna suck. But I want I, like I give love one. I'll okay. take one. It's uh, like you give me that fight. You give me the. The big lucha match, you give me the one with all the high spots, you give me the strong
2: style. You give me the comedy. Mm-hmm.
3: It's like you get a little bit it's like I want everything almost like a buffet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want a little it, bit it, of everything. It helps
2: bring like it, it doesn't only like help like for fans to like see new like existing fans to see new things that, like and not just see the same match over and over. It's also like it's a good way to just bring different people in where like you're gonna see someone's gonna see something they like, no matter what. Like if you have enough variety. Well I I liked too
1: that it was around this match, that six woman uh Joshi match, that I was like, This doesn't this definitely doesn't feel like a WWE presentation. And it doesn't feel like a New Japan presentation. It felt very much its own thing. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they from the four matches in, you're like, Okay, this is unique. And then we get onto the next match, which fucking Fuck goes it. a totally different direction. Yep. Yeah. So Cody versus Dustin, dude. Dustin Rhodes. This is this is where the show turned up a notch. Where... So yeah,
0: yes. before we talk about it, this is probably one of the best professional wrestling matches I've ever seen. Emotional When it comes to like like Kenny Okada is its own thing. This the... is like WWE style wrestling but amped up just the storytelling and everything the in it. The symbolism
1: in this match was Crazy, yeah. We gotta oh. have a
0: debate real quick. Oh, about the let's b- talk about Cody's entrance. I, I do
2: want to say one thing before we get into this. Yeah, if yeah. you haven't watched this and you're not a fan of blood, yeah, it, just know that there's a there's Dustin all cut of his face off. Um, there's um, a I had to scrub through this match a little bit, unfortunately, to make it through the whole thing. Just I didn't have time to watch all of it. Mm. I literally skipped to a point where it was literally We're like a hose was out of his head, spraying out of Dustin's he head.
0: Cut his fucking face off. So
3: yeah. okay,
2: let's let's. We talk did about he, people bleeding all did of their he blood. Bl- did
0: he blade? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he bladed and then just hit his head too hard. He just cut a little deep. Bro. Yeah. Okay. He, okay. it a little bit because it was messy. I know.
2: Katie had to like sit down at one point, and be like, "I have to take a break from looking at this no. screen because it's making me sick." Watch that broadcast. And that the moment where it starts like pouring out of his head. You see, like people in the crowd go, "Oh, yeah." Like in that. You see that much of a visceral reaction from that many? People I will say, at front, once. and an Earl
0: didn't even put gloves on. Brian Alvarez yeah. was up up uh, front
3: row, and like he tweeted, "I was like, Dustin just cut his fucking head off."
0: Yeah, uh,
1: but I will say, as an overview of this match, I went from being almost nauseous to being in tears. <laughs> yep, and that is yep. some fucking storytelling. Goosebumps, like I had goosebumps on my like
3: my body. Yeah, tears welling up my eyes at the end of it. And I straight up, I straight up was choked that's up. That's just when him. like. The um, At the end of the match Dustin mm-hmm. we'll Rhodes yeah. we'll, we'll have to go yeah. through the whole fucking match They had a great match Fucking very mid-south Very just old school fight match And it was almost always like At the beginning of the match Cody's just getting
1: He knows his brother Every little thing he's gonna do And he's beating the shit out of him He doesn't care Well so Cody's whole thing is I'm killing the attitude era yep and so they called back to the attitude era so much when it came down so cody had the weight belt on that just said attitude killer mm-hmm. uh at one point he had taken it off but dustin grabbed it pulled out pulled down cody's pants uh to spanked expose that tight butt dude Ooh, he's
0: got a good butt and then he
1: just fucking spanked him real attitude era and then when he was fucking dripping blood from his face Uh, in like the submission hold, it was a total Stone Cold Steve Austin WrestleMania thirteen moment. Like it was a direct call to the Attitude Era. Yeah, I mean it. So like that storytelling build up to the match, and then the way they executed it was perfect.
3: Yep, because like like and like the way like the the other part of the storytelling in the match is like Cody's just that much better than him, and he's like beating the shit out of it. Dustin's predictable. Yeah, it's like
2: oh like he goes for that fucking power slam. Cody just stops. Does the he did the like drop down like slap, slap thing and yeah. he just like stopped him from doing it. Yeah, it's and...
3: like he's like, I know everything you're gonna do and like I'm better than you. But then but dude, Dustin... the other part of the story was that Dustin's not fucking done yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then, he keeps going. I got a but, lot left then, in
2: the tank. When he hit that power slam, like he eventually got that power slam off, like towards the end of the match. Mm-hmm. Like the crowd popped so huge for that. Dude, like, when Dustin hit that
1: code red, everyone leapt off their phone. fucking oh, yeah. seats. Mm-hmm.
2: It it was crazy.
1: Uh, and he, earlier in the match, before he started bleeding all of his blood, he like did like a dive, like a summer, like a front salt off the apron mm-hmm. onto Cody, and it's like uh, you know you get people started chanting, you still got it, and then like the crowd even louder got you never lost it. Like it was just this like really good moment. That's where it was like so electric. Mm. Uh, it was so cool. And then it's yeah, a whole
3: fucking match. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was it was just great. I was I was like off my seat the whole match. It
0: was so great. So Cody wins because that's what should happen. Yes. Yeah. And he like gets out of the ring. Also, Cody's bleached blonde hair was peach colored because of all the blood on him. Oh mm-hmm. man! At one point, he when he like stained he, in like, the blood, he
1: like grabs like he like has a fist like a handful of just blood, just and he just it rubs it off. it off of his chest. It's like, oh, this is fucking gnarly. And so Dustin just in the ring getting a standing ovation. He starts unlacing his boots like he's gonna
3: take them off and put it like leave them. That's what you do. leave them in the ring, you brother. Retire. And then Cody comes in. Dustin jumps. Like, it, like like he's no, terrified. Don't, like, don't fucking hurt me, man. Like, like I'm, it, it,
1: I'm Yeah, it reminded me of some like the old Gold Dust stuff where it's like really like a uh, caricature like like no 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 don't don't hit me, don't hit me. Yeah, it's like I'm already you fucking beat me. You like, won. Yeah, like what I have more my
3: own d- blood in my eyes, what like, I can barely see. What, what more do you need from me? Like you won. Yeah. You win. Like what now? And then Cody goes in there and is like, Yo, you don't get to retire on this show And everyone's like, Oh and then it's like I like I signed a match and it's the Young Bucks. Versus me and a partner he's like, I don't need a tag partner. I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. He's like, I don't even need a friend. And everyone's like, Oh my god. Oh, no, no, don't it. I need do my it. older brother. And then he's like, I need my older brother. When you watch And it goes to his face. I'm getting goosebumps. Me too, you, dude. His and, voice his tears when you like yeah. as I'm saying this. When you watch yeah. the
0: broadcast, it comes through so much better than I think it did when I was watching I it live. Just because I looked up at the screen when he says that and, could see, and you like, can see his, like, Dustin face. Dustin starts crying immediately yeah. after he says I don't need a friend.
1: And he's like, I need my older brother, and he like, starts choking. I'm getting choked up now. And he's like, and then Dustin just starts sobbing, and then Cody's crying and they're hugging, and people are chanting. Dusty, yeah, and oh, Stardust. Yeah, <laughs> it was such a cool moment. Seven. I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't know. Has there Black been a rain. Has there been a like a uh, uh, Meltzer star rating release for this show yet? All um, of them um, have three hundred uh, stars because it's not no, WWE. Blessed. I I haven't looked no, but my, my, my guess the Tokyo Dome. Uh, <laughs> true. I don't know if the blood's gonna take away anything, but I feel like that that was probably one of the higher rated matches of the evening. Just because oh, it's got uh, be. the storytelling
0: elements of that match the amount
1: of emotions that you took that they took the crowd through, like they panned to the audience,
0: people are crying. I was up there basically fucking crying. Yeah. Uh it was great. Well, uh speaking of wrestling psychology, um there was <laughs> there was a a reveal of the new belt.
3: Well, are we going to get to Cody's entrance real quick before
0: we... Oh, go? oh we're yes. going to have this debate? Okay. So, Cody comes out. There's a big old throne with Triple H's, like, independent logo. Mm-hmm. Um, he walks or down. Nazi cross. I was like, yeah, Motorhead,
1: <laughs> motorhead slash Nazi Cross. Um,
0: <sighs> well,
2: for, for Lemmy, it yeah, was one and yeah. the yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> to collect a Nazi memorabilia, they were, yeah, everyone. It was both.
0: Um, he grabs a, Brandy grabs a sledgehammer from under the thing. Gives it to him. He walks up, uh, smashes it. Also, we haven't mentioned pyro. Yeah. There was so much pyro during this show. I loved it during the national. Yeah, during uh, na- Give the national fuel.
1: Uh, anthem uh, when oh. pyro started going off, everyone's like, "Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> they um at all in had a
3: bit more because bigger building. Yeah, yeah, you okay. a little okay. little more Um, and I was with uh, my friend Mike Brown, Daddy Town, Daddy Town, okay. Mike Brown. Um, uh, love you, Mac Ten. He was just ch- jumping up and cheering when they had Pyro going on during yeah. the anthem. It's like, I
1: fucking love America. This is shit's wild. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Cody breaks it with a sledgehammer.
1: Yeah, yeah. Very symbolic.
0: Yeah. Um, which some people see as taking a shot. Um, and percent. Yes, it 100% was. It 100% was. It was also um, him like – because the whole match was the death of the Attitude Era, right? Right, and that people think that could be part of it too. It, it, to me, it wasn't.
1: Um, she, it was a good pop for that audience. It was corny, and I don't think necessary. That's but that's how I feel too. Yeah,
0: wrestling is corny.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. That's that, the thing. That is the thing where it's like, you know, and I, I really don't know how to feel about it because I think when you look back in the context like it, when you look back at that show in 10 years i think yeah. that that'll be a part of the show where it's
0: like all right that's true i get that
1: it's it's one of those things where, like you
3: like you saw wcw doing that kind of shit a lot yeah and
0: like you just like
1: you don't want it to be that like i don't want it to get into it that it was it was petty as fuck and it was just really on the nose like and especially because they've been telling this narrative of this isn't a competition We're just providing an alternative right, We want
3: to be something different We don't want to be them We want to be different than them
1: And so I think I think it was fun They'd, And I think for the, the In the bubble of that show It mm-hmm. made sense But it was corny Yeah Um, I just hope not to see more of it Yeah yeah, but I, I, I want actually,
3: them to stand on their own feet.
1: I liked in the press conference after the show, Cody was like, you know, uh, we say it's not a competition, but I want to be a player in this game. And I burned a bridge tonight and that's okay with me. And I, th- at that point I was like, all right, if that's what, if well,
3: that's then what he, also was... he was like,
0: I saw Triple H's entrance WrestleMania three and I
3: liked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: also, they did something way worse to WWE after we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I get, it was definitely corny. I, I
1: cheered for it when it happened. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I, yeah. it was fun. But then I, even then I was like, that was the one part of the show where it's like, you're providing a, you are providing different form of wrestling entertainment. And then it was a little on the nose to be like, fuck you. Triple Well, H, it was you. very on the
3: nose yeah.
0: with a sledgehammer. <laughs>
3: um, are you talking about news <laughs> saying that I got a
0: big nose? Yeah, you can do.
3: Yeah. Just watch what I'm going to do to Pharaoh. On Saturday. Oh, no. N- X T.
0: Yeah, that's what that's what scares me. I don't want Triple H to hurt. I don't dogs. think he's going to do he's that. He's not going to retaliate. Um,
3: He's going to be like, we don't need to retaliate. What's, what's going to speak for us is the wrestling in the ring.
0: Um, Next match. Uh, Bret Hart came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, Bret Hart.
1: Well, here's the thing, too. Oh. Before we move on from that, uh, it was watching Dustin bleed all his own blood, though. After the whole, like, throne-breaking thing, I was yeah. like, I don't know. It was definitely like, oh, this ain't no WWE product. Yeah. No. Like seeing that kind of blood and that kind well, of. Well, and they like,
0: got to do this stuff before they're on TV.
1: Yeah. And I like, too, they talked. Someone asked uh, Cody also in that post uh, event interview, like, is this something we can expect more? And he's like, maybe from the pay per views, you know, but on TV, we're going to be a little more re- subdued and then turn it up a notch for the pay per views, which well, I sure appreciate.
0: Yeah. Um. So Bret Hart came out for the belt well, review. First, this fucking. Guy who was a some announcer, apparently, Whitehall? this dude's a por- important. Uh, he's a big British uh, actor guy, but he says, Please welcome the best there is. At and that point, like, I'm still like, What? Okay, the best there was, and I'm like, What? I and mean, then the best there ever will be. And I like looked over at Isai and then stood up, and I was just like. It was a it might have been my biggest pop of the night. It was mine for sure. I was, it, was it was the most surprised. So I so unexpected. It took me
1: it wasn't until he was saying the best there ever will be that I was like, "Where do I know Brett Hart?" And that wasn't his
0: music, right? It was
1: it similar. Was a, it was like a note off. Okay. Yeah, it <laughs> was
0: <laughs> It's the most you can do without getting sued. Did the Bucks dad write all of their songs for this? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh it was very unexpected. Co- uh Bret Hart is old. Um his voice was shot because he's done a bunch of
1: panels and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. He and was I mean, very, very tired. He also walks like he's given his body to this industry.
3: Yeah. <sighs> um, so I walked next to him at the Caesar's Palace. Big moment for me. Did you really? Yeah. This weekend? Yeah. Did you say hi? No, he was like going to leave. Uh, I was like, "Is that Bret Hart?" Yeah. And I'm like, "He's leaving. That's, that's his luggage right there. That's yeah. his wife." I'm like, "It's Bret Hart." I walked next to him.
1: That's awesome.
0: Um, but yeah, he comes out and he introduces Hangman Page, um, who also comes out. It and was
1: and in a scattered way, I uh, he said some really cool stuff. You know, he was like, he's like, I, I've sold this arena. You, I'm not going to do the. You know, I well, you know this I've uh, yeah. I've had a world championship match here and sold this arena out, and I'm glad to be back
3: here where there's another world championship going to debut sometime, sometime <laughs> next month, next month, or a couple, couple months. months. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> Been a while. It's been a
1: while. People laughed. and He, wow. he kind of laughed. Brent seemed in a very good mood that night. He was, he was having fun. Yeah. Um, and, and up
3: until five minutes after. Yeah. Uh, um, so Hangman comes out and he's like, hey, Hangman, you're pretty good. And then MJF comes out. Yeah. And he just starts fucking running both of them down. MJF right there, right there. He's like, showing. oh no, Brent, there's a fan. Yeah. yeah.
0: And he's like, ha, 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 that was fun And for then, me. like, you can see Bret
3: Hart's
1: face, and he yeah. just, like, enjoys, like, this
2: He's trying so hard not to to, to laugh. up. He's well, like, this like, fucking good.
1: MJF comes out, and everyone starts chanting, asshole. He's like, oh, I'm the yeah. asshole. You bought tickets to see me, so shut up. And he's like, "Oh, you want a horse to lead this company?" (laughs) He's like, "Oh, I guess you like horses." And he's like, "Well, let's talk about horses. You know what happens to horses with a bum leg?"
0: First, he said, "I'm no horse professor," which is a fantastic thing to say. It's my favorite (laughs) phrase that has ever been. That's a great thing to say. But he's like, "Yeah, you know what happens to horses? Yeah, you blow their bum legs. (laughs) They die." And so
3: then, what happens from there is they a horse
0: can't be a face of
3: this this company. They um call them established stars. (laughs) Jimmy Havoc yep. and Jungle Boy both come out right there. Great, like great way to story tell and tell your fans who may not be familiar.
1: Hey, these guys are big deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, MJF was like, you know, you won the battle royal tonight, but like, you know, if you think you really deserve it, like you, I, you should beat yeah. me. And that's called when, it a fluke. Like uh, any great, hero and that's would when do. Jungle Boy comes out, and then uh, yeah, Jimmy Havoc comes out.
0: It's like as much as I'd love to fight a prebubescent boy,
1: <laughs> and then they battle to the back. Um,
3: Bret Hart then holds the title and he's the first AEW champion
0: He did. There was a point where it looked like he was trying to put it on. I think he was.
3: Oh <laughs> well, my! My uh, well, pants know, are falling down. Well, you know I gotta keep my pants up. So and it uh, it never. I'm the champion.
0: He kept trying to show it to the camera, and, and there was no did, direction oh my, in that segment. That was, it was it was, was a bit of a shit show. I don't think it was his fault completely.
3: No, it's it's the
0: production. There was event. no direction. I don't think on the pay per view there was a good shot of it. Also, it looks fucking. No, there wasn't.
2: Hangman Page had to tweet out a picture. Of it, of it. so it, people could. Actually I, it, see looks it. Good it looks heavy as fuck. It looks really heavy. I really like it because it's silver.
1: It sets it apart from any WWE titles. The ECW Championship was silver
2: in WWE. Global Force Wrestling's was silver and green. I'm just saying it sets it kind of apart. Dumb. dumb. I'm just saying it sets it the, apart.
3: The Jeff Hardy Immortal I Title was oh, silver. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Jesus. <laughs> Smackdown Tag I Team fucking... Championships <laughs> are silver. Yeah. <laughs> Hey i'm going title
0: guess what i don't care about colors of championships he so. doesn't see colors no i mean we can get into that conversation i no. do want to talk about that afterwards so do I. yeah mm-hmm. uh, um, but also Bret hart fell off the stage yeah <laughs> and Bret hart falls he's okay rip
3: he's still alive yeah he's on the next day all right uh next match let's get through these the young
0: bucks Against the, Lucha, the brothers. Lucha Brothers, who I have never seen wrestle. Zero Holy goddamn! I was that whole time. I was chanting Zero Miro. I had no idea what it meant.
3: Zero fear. Yeah, <laughs>
0: until I saw the promo this today when I was watching it. Like oh, oh, no fear. Great match. Right. These,
3: these two teams are. Unbelievable together. Ray Phoenix
2: mm-hmm. can do unbelievable. Yeah, things. like I knew he could do unbelievable things. There's still things that, that he did in this that I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. That, I mean, Nick
3: Jackson also the, is like the other mm-hmm. one of the other team that can do unbelievable. The, things. Ray, yeah.
2: Ray. Ray Phoenix that he like super kicks someone while on the rope. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Boy. Yep. Like what he, the fuck? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like
1: like that's just what he does. Um. The storytelling in that match was great too. The the Bucks were talking about how. If they have any fears that they might have some ring rust, getting all this stuff put together, and so they played it that way, where like they was they would mess up a couple things, or they would get, you know, the the Lucha Brothers would get the best of them, or well, like they'd hit each other, just shit like that. Right. Yeah. And so it just kind of played into this thing. Uh, then they did the fucking Meltzer Driver. Yeah. Well, like it was a it was a new one though, right? So they did the power bomb with the
3: um, fucking, the slice of bread number two off the top. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> they have weird names for their moves. Well, that's what? what Brian Kendrick called
2: it. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that was Brian Kent the Brian Kendrick the sliced bread. Yeah. number two.
1: Yeah, and they so they beat the Lucha Brothers. Apparently, both of them had to cancel uh, matches that they had like that following like the next couple of days because they both sustained injuries in that match. <laughs> Probably not surprising. They went <clears throat> all out. Ham hard as a motherfucker. <laughs> Uh no it was so, it was so good. It was um and there was like big chance for tag team wrestling. A lot of WWE people were cha- were uh, shouting out, you know, tag team wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh it was really cool.
0: Yeah. Um Biggie had a good tweet. I had a great time watching redacted. redacted. <laughs> um last match, Chris Jericho versus Kenneth Omega. I thought it was a good match. I, it's really hard following the other yeah. match. I like I was I was exhausted.
1: Yes, that was a big part of it.
0: Watching it again, I liked it a lot.
1: I liked it more. This, that was that was the match I liked more watching at home. Um, I I was just kind of dead for it, which was crazy because like I loved Jericho's entrance. I loved it.
0: Oh yeah, let's talk about that. So he comes. It it starts. It it. it go, the arena goes old dark.
1: Type of music and it's his you know, Lionheart lion gimmick. heart
0: gimmick. gimmick goes black list
1: gimmick and he has like there's like stand ins so you don't see their faces but yeah. they're representing these different parts of his career
0: i want i still want to know who they were
1: Oh, uh, they he, he uh, like on instagram like some pretty brothers picture. yeah some local enhancement talent
0: oh okay uh it goes dark again list jericho goes mm-hmm. dark again y2j yeah a big light up jacket and then it goes dark and then we hear what have i become the greatest wrestle rock song i have become i have become i have become also, man. Watching it on screen, he sits there with his head down for the entire verse, yeah. and then doesn't move to the chorus. Sometimes hits. you gotta
2: get your own it's shit over, like, brother. Jesus, man! Uh, with the first time his first uh, Wrestle Kingdom show, like he didn't come out onto the stage until the chorus. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. But I'll, you know, I'll say it's the most Wrestle Rock song that I've ever it heard. It
0: is. It's a very good Wrestle Rock song, and the dude next to me. Whew,
3: dude i bet i bet he went fucking wild
0: loved it he knew every word he did it's like i was i was
1: pretty fucking tired at this point but like that got me into it i was like all right this is this feels big was that dude
2: one of the pharisees because he he loved judas (laughs) (laughs) for all you bible fans Uh, bible
0: jokes um, Then Kenny came out. I guess he was a Sword Art Online dude. If you watch shitty anime, <laughs> sorry. I've heard. I've I've heard from my anime friends that that's a very mm. dumb show. Yeah, I, I I didn't
1: I didn't get it. it. That was like one of those things where it was like, oh, cool. That's Kenny Omega. <laughs> yeah. Um, he
0: broke his nose very early in the match. Really, really like early. a minute in. Really? Yeah. Because it didn't start bleeding till later. It just yeah. Like when him, was it? It was like I'm not too sure it
3: was the exact spot, but like um, everybody was saying it was about a minute in he started. His fucking... He
0: also took like DDTs to his head,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Like
0: with a broken
2: nose, dude was concussed. Yeah, oh, he was, was very. Concussed. If you heard
0: him speaking afterwards, you
2: would. Yeah, yeah. I've heard. I heard people recount what it sounded like. Uh, I bet like. there's videos of it
1: online. But it was like, oh, let him. He's like, he was like, even at the end of the match, like, I really. Or at the end of the show, because it wasn't even in the, the match. He's yep. like, I really should seek medical attention, but Cody put me on the spot. So, goodbye, smooch, and good night, bang. <laughs> but it was it was a good match um
0: broken nose and all um they they really i mean it was a it was a hard hitting match they did a thing where they messed up a spot and so they redid it went professionals i kind of yeah. like that and then Jericho wins with the Judas Effect, his new finish. Which
1: is a spinning back elbow, but it does look pretty devastating.
3: Sixth Move of Doom is better.
1: Andrade does it better.
0: Yeah, he does. John Cena's new move is better. Uh, or... Not. It is. is. Jer- like Jericho
1: more. seemed to be really taking this stuff very seriously. He's been training pretty hard for this. He looked in the best shape he's looked at in the years. But yeah. also
0: by the end of this match, they both looked fucking gassed. Every mm. fucking Kenny
3: Big match... He, like, looks like 10 years older at the end of it. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, yeah, so Jericho picks up the win. So then he gets up, and he grabs his microphone. And he's, like, he cuts a great heel promo. He's just, like, he's, like, AEW isn't about the fans. It's about me. And you should be thanking me. And Kenny needs to thank me. And everyone's just, like, people start thanking him. And he's, like, shut up. <laughs> and then uh, he's, like, stayed there waiting. And then everyone He's starts, just talking still, and then everyone's eyes. Well, like, and then he, and people start cheering. You get a little clamoring. Loud. And then I'm like – so I'm looking. I'm like, what's everyone cheering at? What's everyone cheering at there? And then you see this
0: fucking guy walking in a jean vest just stomping around. Just getting his stomp on. It's John fucking Moxley. Yeah.
2: John Moxley makes his debut.
0: Okay. For two seconds.
2: Did you think it was Scott Hall? No. <laughs> I there didn't you rest go. In all. Okay. So that whole you weekend – You
0: know why I'm here. That whole weekend <laughs> – You know who I am. Every single person I met was just like – You think John's going to show up? You think think Punk's going to show up? I was like, I don't know, man. And I was just like, I hope he doesn't because I don't want these dorks to be justified. But then I was stoked. I was was jumping up and down like a fucking child, dude. I was like a child
1: in there. I was jumping up and down. I was like, fucking
0: yes. And I have never liked Dean Ambrose. I mean, I've never gotten Dean Ambrose.
2: Because – there was He's nothing good to get. Like, say, I, I, you I know, we've think... made jokes like for a while now about like him you just, man, just want to smoke smoke my Marlboros, man, don't. and like him not putting in effort and like, there's been times when he has put in effort and it's been like a night and day difference, but they're so rare, like that we hadn't seen it in a while. Like that's how it felt, and then you realize, like, no, dude is just going up, like. Just hitting a wall constantly, like... Dude, because you could tell. You could that, tell in the ring. You could... in like, the thing he said in the interview is, like, he would try to, like, get things changed to what he wanted up until the moment he couldn't. And then he would try to go out there and make the best out of it he yeah. could. And, like, if you look back at it, like, I believe that. Like, mm-hmm. he was dealt such shit, yeah. like... All he did in this was
0: three dirty deeds, and it's the best I've ever
1: seen you, him. You could tell from the second he had that dirty deeds on Chris Jericho, that's like, this is somebody
2: who was fucking, like, untethered. From, yep. like, a, you know, he just looked fucking free. The way he walked, like, the only time I've ever seen him, like, look like that was the first time he came back. Like, the, the literally first entrance when he came back from injury this last time, and, and he was all jacked yeah. and huge. And then you could see that, like... Oh, no. Like, the next time, like, it immediately went away. Like, yeah, yeah. he's immediately hitting a wall again. He's immediately frustrated again. This time, you could just see, like...
1: Oh, yeah, and then he hits a dirty D's or whatever they're going to call it on the ref. And then he fucking pulls Kenny over to, like, the, thunderstruck. the, the big... Yeah, what are they going to... They're going to call it something fun. Uh, But he pulled him over to, like, the The big, mox driver. The big, like, uh poker chips the that they had set up around, like, the stage. Fucking... Dirty D's Kenny onto that throws Dean him DT,
2: Sorry, there we go. The DDT, DDT DT.
1: <laughs> throws him off the fucking chips uh, on the little gimmick table. <laughs> but uh, it, and it's just and then he's just standing there. People go fucking nuts. Camera goes off.
0: It was great
1: overall. Just like Double or Nothing as
3: a whole was a really cool event. It was electric. Great moments. Great like just great everything. Like afterwards, I was just really stoked on wrestling.
0: Yeah. They also, I mean, they, kayfabe isn't the biggest deal to them. Like, I guess their characters are just them, essentially. Because they came out and they all talked afterwards. And, like. That's
3: that that's those guys' gimmick, though. Yeah.
0: And, like, it was just, like, it's nice. It makes you feel. I mean, they said they're, like, Olive Garden when you're here, your family. Yeah. And. It felt like that. It's like, man, these guys are just. Like... They shouted
2: out Olive Garden, not Cracker Barrel. No, they no. didn't.
0: They did cracker, actually... there,
2: there was that a cracker. barrel.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: an unnecessary barrel.
1: Uh, it was great for getting Chris Jericho's little heel heat. <laughs>
0: yeah, a cool thing. Um, apparently, um, they were giving away biscuit party shirts and all you or hats, and all you had to do was ask. So yeah, my little brother got
1: one. I had no idea. It was a little what? biscuit with like looking like the Young Bucks. Also, it was.
3: The first, like, sensory-inclusive – Yeah, uh, I, I pulled mm-hmm. that up. Um, Culture City? Culture
0: City uh, made, like – they gave a sensory-inclusive bag for families who needed it. There was a, a it kid has sitting, a bunch of stuff. Yeah,
1: there was a kid sitting near us that had, like, the headphones on and was just having a fucking
2: blast. So does like, it
0: – it's so they don't get overwhelmed and I they think can so. No I think, yeah. The so.
2: Yeah. enjoy the show? Yeah, like de- it dampens crowd noise, and then a lot of times those kids will have things, like, similar to, like, what, a fidget cube. I, I'm not wearing my glasses. There's lots of toys. Yeah, yeah and there's specifically things to like fidget with. And fidget and with. Like, and Jay yeah. Wow
3: from Jersey Shore, fame was front row, because she is very involved with that. Uh, oh, that, sick! That
2: group because it. Her,
1: she has
0: a, a child that, mm, oh, really, yeah. like autism or something. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I was also very hyped on wrestling.
2: Um. Yeah. No, the show was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, and there's there's even been like there's there's other signs of them the way that they're choosing to run this company. That are just so promising and, and such a nice, refreshing thing. It's like, oh, my yeah. God, an ethical wrestling my, company?
0: My friend Dash, um, they – Wilder? No. <laughs> um, Dash, who high-fived uh, Orange Cassidy yeah, yeah, at, yeah. at a um, Suburban Fight Show. They, uh, There was a transphobic dude uh, yelling during the thing, and Dash was like, hey, this place is a safe space for people like me, so you can't say stuff like that. And the guy kind of shut up um, and they said that was the first time they've ever felt comfortable being able to say that. Oh, yeah. And then the Young Bucks banned a dude who was saying transphobic stuff online. They're like, you're not welcome. And like, I did not think they would do that because that one press release was like, well, when we say it's for everyone, it's for everyone. And
2: they actually did a good thing. So It's it's promising. It it is promising. Like. It's always still, like, still wait and see for, like, a track record to develop. This is, like, real solid first step. That's, yeah.
1: Everything about it felt like a really good first impression.
0: And one of the most <laughs> wild things that happened, um, Cody, there was a backstage interview. Mm-hmm. He had peach-colored hair. Um, Mark Henry's the one asking the question. Yeah, me. yeah, mm-hmm. um, He Mark Henry asked, so there were a lot of women. There were a lot of there people were, of color. People like. are of color. Is this, like, a thing that you want to do? And he's like, well... I am in an interracial relationship. Um, And when I first met Brandy, I was like, I don't see color. And she's like, well, then you don't see my experience. And he's like, that changed my entire perspective. And he's like, we don't want to use this as a gimmick. We don't want to use anyone's. We just want them to showcase their wrestling. And we want people who can wrestle to do that. We don't care what they are. This isn't a PR move. And. AOC is a- all elite. Yeah, AOC is yeah. all elite. She tweeted it out. That was really cool. Like this yeah. is, a,
1: but it is cool because that's gonna. Be, they're gonna have a major television program on TNT, and so to have someone that's high profile saying stuff like that is mm-hmm. a really cool. Like AOC was tweeting I would, out the thing. Like that's a good first step in 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 this bigger media. Because the real
0: a, boss is Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. I would love to understand boss his <laughs> his his views. I guess, but he's like a secret behind the scenes guy. It seems like.
2: Well, I mean, he's pretty a. Up- front as a person like when he gets interviewed and stuff but yeah. he, he is still a billionaire businessman coming from yep. a family that owns like 10 sports franchises Jesus like Christ. He, he, if he believes anything shitty he's never gonna say it yeah so <laughs> you hope he doesn't and you hope that, that that's why that this bit like this business is being run that way is because it starts from the top mm-hmm. capitalism but if it you, no have what, that, but, you have people that you have
1: the EVPs uh, as a mouthpiece saying these things it's it's a hopefully uh, indicative of
2: also how Tony Khan also uh, feels. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. 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 Like
2: it's real cool that like young trans fans now can turn on a TV show and be like, Sonny Kiss is wrestling. Like, Mm -hmm. and and, and, and I met Nyla Nyla Rose Rose, or gay fans. But gay fans can see Nyla Rose. Rose. Jesus Christ. There we go. Sonny Kiss is homosexual. (laughs) Nyla Rose is trans. Trans woman. Yes. That. Yeah. There's a, there's multiple aspects of queer representation in this <laughs> yes. company. Well that's the thing is re- wrestlers are superheroes. That's the whole game. Yep. That's yeah.
1: the game. And, and so to have a superhero that represents you is fucking yeah.
2: cool.
0: Mm-hmm. For dinosaurs, we got Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. For short for little, little, little tiny boys, we got Marco Stunt.
2: For fucking dads who just, you know, love to rock, we got Chris Jericho. You know? <laughs> yeah. Tommy Dreamer. yeah. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Dreamer. For sad dads, we got Tommy Dreamer.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, it was a cool event. It felt historic. I mean, even your mom said that. <laughs> nice. Nice. Your
1: mom said that.
0: Yeah, we talked to Matt's mom.
1: Yeah, yeah. You'll be hearing that at some point, probably. I hope. Yeah, we're going to hear your mom, huh? <laughs> I yeah, hear you, his mom my, every week on a show on, called on, dealing, on with dealing With It. <laughs> here on the, the Eavesdrop Podcast Network.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's wrap this shit up. Let's yeah, fucking yeah, we're late. at two hours, boys. Oh, man. I mean, double or nothing, so we what should go do? four. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. Um, you don't got to follow me anywhere. Yeah, next next week is our 100th episode. Yes. Y'all ready for some yes. shit? Um, I'm going to shoot
3: on everybody. Y'all ready, a, for ready for shit? Bum, bum. Are
0: a, you ready? Ask us some questions. Yeah,
2: please. We would love to do what some, some question and answering. As in. weird
0: as you want. Yeah, as like not normal
2: as you want. Not necessarily like wrestling related, especially not like mm-hmm. Weekly, mm-hmm. weekly wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like ask whatever, whatever you want.
0: Any any questions at all? Yeah, we're, we'll tweet it
2: out. Get, uh, get uh, to know the boys. This is genuine Wrestle boys. We're doing an AMA. Yeah,
0: uh, well, we were
1: thinking about for a hundredth episode, sort of just yeah, like. Well, We'll fucking find out next week. You'll find out next week, but we want suck your own. Yeah, but
3: Internet otherwise, I suck your own. Get a book.
1: Yeah, but we have some really fun ideas what we want to do with this show going forward, and we'd really like to uh, just sort of have a fun hundredth episode where just we can kind of just loosey goosey hundred fucking episodes. Yeah, like, we've
0: what,
3: done this. This is we're like 101
0: times because our first episode
3: was lost in the abyss. Yeah,
1: you'll never get to hear
0: it. Um, it's unlisted. But yeah, genuine wrestleboys <laughs> at gmail dot com if you want to email. Um. At Russell Boys Cast, if you wanna Twitter, DM us on Instagram. um, that's <laughs> my phone number. <laughs> is that really? Yeah, dude. You can just oh, text. Me. You can just text me. Oh okay. shit. Four two zero six nine six nine is my what? phone number. Mine too. Yeah, we we share dude, a phone number. My phone
2: number, number it's is weird. Bit.ly forward slash jizbiz. <laughs> my social security we own number that is now. five
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, listen to. Your mind. Look out for that. Oh, Listen to your mind. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, plug weird. other things, guys. Yeah,
2: we are part of the eavesdrop network, yeah. ease com. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole Dash bunch drop. of shows there.
0: If that, if Ease-drop is too hard to say, just go to jizz.biz. Jizz. And that will take biz. you to the website. And if
2: you want to go to our page specifically, go to bit.ly forward slash jizzbiz. Oh.
1: Jizzbiz. Yeah, go to,
0: uh, it's nice to be on a network that understands us and jizz. Yeah, uh, go to bit.ly suck difference? your
1: own and listen to yourself a motherfucking
3: book Get a book.
1: Yeah, listen uh, to a fucking book. Bit.ly
3: Russell Boys merch. Buy Get our shit. Fucking shirt.
1: Yeah, wear us on
2: you. Uh, if you put on me a, on your body on an iOS device, go to bit.ly forward slash review boys. Thank you, Nello. Leave us, leave us a review. Yeah, shout out,
3: Big Kev, Nello.
2: Really well, helps there.
0: the numbers. Um, big Mike. And, yeah, if you have suggestions going forward of what you want to hear from us. Keep them to your fucking self. We can
3: do our own thing. Uh, uh, no. But let for us real, know.
1: Yeah, please let us know because we we really do. We're going to make a few changes to the show to keep it fun for us and for you. Yeah, I never want to watch. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, yep. I turned into a big-ass AEW Easy, mark this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I hung out with Brady a lot. Heaterwrestling.com. Heaterwrestling.com. dot um, um, Yeah. Um, Listen to the shows on Eavesdrop Browse through Find one that suits your fancy I listened to
2: an episode of Full Metal Brewer Radio For the first time this last week It was nice. a fun time Shout out Casey Hunt yeah. Who was the guest on the episode And I hear he's gonna have a show on the network soon too <gasps> Yeah, it's no. a writing it's fucking show news. Yeah, it's a writing show I don't remember the name of it But Casey's Rad So check that out when it comes out Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah seriously There's a little something for everybody yeah.
0: Um, if you're in town, my friend Wicked Bear, my friend Nick from Wicked Bears, is former guest of a, the show, Wicked Bears, playing a rock and roll show at Saturday. If this, spike him out before then, fuck it, it I don't care. If it does it or will. Or not.
2: I don't got a job right now. Hey, give Zach a job. Hire Zach. Pay him. Pay. It, what pay what a, a bit.ly slash hire Zach. Yeah, pay Zach a living wage. I'm sure, someone <laughs> yeah. has that right now, but search, if not I'm fucking. Search
0: there. for Zach. Don't let. He's a good employee, and you need him. He doesn't need you, especially if, if you're the place I.
2: Interviewed at this week because that job would be sick Yeah, yeah. place you yeah. interviewed
3: at we're not going to name you Because we've said you know, you know who you are
2: You okay. know who you are You know who you are You know who you
0: are Alright
2: well Russell Boys 316 yeah. says
0: Hold on thanks for listening everybody Got 99 boy Happy problems Ruses but
2: <laughs> <laughs> we ain't one. What Russell Boys
0: Russell Boys 316 says a horse can't be the face of this podcast